it's usually iced tea mixed with some alcohol. <laughs> We're gonna end you with the tongue. Somebody call the wife. Oh, <laughs> Fucking Denise! <laughs> it's out. It's Wait, out Mom. again. It's out again. Sorry. It's going to be some His tongue. His uh, tongue. It escaped. It Wrangle it back in. That's the mechanic yeah. in Theros. Bring it back to the prison that is his mouth. Now I yeah. want fan art of... <laughs> I want fan art of Denise being a zookeeper. With like a big <laughs> My chair in a bullwhip. <laughs> Get back, yeah, you beast. <laughs> <laughs> That works too. That works too. I was thinking the run was uh, the the tongue was running away, and Denise is trying to net it. Like, no, I didn't. I didn't. Man, come to think of it, though, why do lion keepers use chairs as weapons against lions? Are lions Surely particularly they're... weak against chairs? Yeah. Isn't just isn't that this just is an established thing? fact? Really? Are it's of it's a creature with four legs that it can't dominate. So naturally. <laughs> This chair it's isn't afraid, afraid of, of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that just a carny thing? Yeah, it's probably a carny like thing. It might be just... Tools. It might actually be a stereotype. I don't yeah. Know. A stereotype yeah. against lions. Dude, I'm just thinking, like, maybe, like, the ringleader only has a chair in the ring to use. And he's like, one day he's like, oh, fuck, I need to... It's like, and he grabs the chair and everyone's like, oh, iconic. What I'm wondering is, <laughs> like, in modern times, do they use a monoblock instead? Oh. <laughs> or a, or a gamer chair? Dude, a gamer chair RGC. Lab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like this idea of a lion uh, walking into an Ikea. <laughs> and they're like, <gasps> a chair! God, he's back! Oh, no. <laughs> Six, my, hundreds of them. Our favorite customer. <laughs> It's bought so My many arch chairs. nemesis has a new weapon, lumbar support. <laughs> it, it freaks out like like how a cat sees a cucumber. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. But <laughs> for lions, it's cat chairs. Yeah. The cucumber? Yeah, dude. Why? Haven't you seen those videos of cats Weird. freaking out the cucumbers? What? Yeah. 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 Have you missed something. this? <laughs> this was a huge thing. I guess This so. was a huge meme thing back in the or day. Me, or maybe I can't remember it. I don't know. They, it's old. it's a thing where they sneak up and then you they put a cucumber behind the cat, and when they look behind, the the, the cat just really jumps out of its skin. Yeah, they yeah. they can't understand <laughs> the shape of it. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah so exactly. What, so <laughs> lions in chairs are the are similar. Fucking, similar. It yeah, cowers in fear so. at the sight of IKEA's yeah. chairs. Dude, what would <laughs> happen if a lion saw like a, a gorilla-sized cucumber? A gorilla-sized cucumber. Mm, gorilla-sized. Gorilla-sized cucumber. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean that the cucumber is the size of a gorilla, or it's a cucumber yeah. the size for a gorilla? Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Cucumber. Yeah, is that it? doesn't make sense. The second really? one is just a regular it's- cucumber. <laughs> No, but like, yeah, a, like no, they're like, right. They're right. No, like a like a slightly larger cucumber for a gorilla, like a cucumber-sized gorilla. Why does the, like cucumber, the cucumber have to conform to the gorilla? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I was confused about, right? Of course, sure. it's a gorilla-sized mm. cucumber. So it is like a cucumber-sized, uh, like uh, like a six-foot cucumber, like a six-foot no, cucumber. I'll back up, Emil. Yeah. 
You Dude, need meal, sure. yeah. The, the cucumber <laughs> must it shape its atoms and molecules. <laughs> To, to the gorilla. The, the bearer of the cucumber. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking mad shift. This cucumber is for the gorilla. Here's a cucumber for scale. But don't cucumber worry. Like, oh, shit. Who's eating me today? A little rat? Oh, I gotta be small. It'll shrink. To, like, <laughs> the size of its yes, paw yeah. or some shit. A fucking, uh, a fucking gorilla? All right. Time to get big. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rafi yeah, 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 yeah. understands Time me. To- yeah, yeah. Time to errata Bruce Lee's famous line, be formless like cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Flow like cucumber. Yeah. Adjust be your size to your like consumer. And that, welcome to episode 77 of The Good Trades, where we contemplate no. the size and mass shifting of vegetables on this mm-hmm. show. Is that the episode title? It's the yeah, perfect dude. opening for the last Be episode of the year. Like cucumbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cucumbers can form or it can crash. That's great. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. So yeah, um, we, did a, we did a big commander thingy last time. But we're back Dude, in the business on. of the regular audio show where we'll most likely talk about cardboard anyway. And yeah. with me today is the Emilio Tanglao, who, if you're watching the video version of this, is smoking up a storm with the Vape Nation. How hello, doing, hello, Emilio? big Vape Nation. I also have an Irish coffee right now. So hey. I'm not sure if it's going to make me drunk or very awake. Or probably both. How drunk Irish and awake coffee. you think it's going to make you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Then up next is the man who, who does the Bruce Lee impressions. Mm-hmm. Is the Mig Samson. I'm drinking coffee, like normal coffee. Classic <laughs> so Bruce Lee. Gonna, so maybe I'm going to be awake. Be formless no. like Let's coffee. See. Classic, classic. The yeah, famous yeah. line of Bruce Lee, I'm drinking I, normal coffee. I, I, <laughs> normal yeah. coffee. I, I, I can't count how many times Mig Samson, during my interaction with him and knowing him, how many times I've heard him go, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just, ran, just randomly throughout the day. <laughs> He's just, just doing just for, uh, martial doing law martial impressions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, do you know the next that, week, uh, that the voice behind Martial Law was none other than Harada himself? <laughs> no, that's a yeah, lie. Dude. He was no. doing yeah, no, no, no. He he was doing voiceovers for Martial Law and I think Jack Yata or Hihachi on Tekken Two. Is that a real thing for real? Oh, if if it's, it's an older game thing. like Tekken Two, I can believe that. Yeah, yeah, Tekken, Tekken Two, I can believe. Well. Tekken 2 had moon jumps, don't forget. Doesn't sound like... Ah, Tekken oh, 2. Not yeah, yeah, Tekken yeah. 2. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Not, 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 not the new Copies. ones, of course. Gotcha, of gotcha. course not the new ones, right. And, I mean... Yo, know, finish your thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, maybe. Maybe. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. All right. Yes, and the, the, the third member of the brigade, the one who we adopted like a lost kitty cat who just wandered oh. into your house and now owns True. you... Is Rafi mm-hmm. Graffiti the tongue master himself, the tongue uh, monster? Uh, oh wait, why? I gotta check. 
I gotta check the size of this audience. If they're <laughs> if they're a small one or a big one, so I'll <laughs> like a cucumber. Just my size, yeah, like a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. are, are you big? Wait, out there? Are if you big? if the tongue is the lion, shouldn't you be afraid of the cucumbers? I can't keep track mm, of this analogy. Or chairs. Yeah, this analogy is getting like out of hand. Most of which probably won't even make it to the final show. And finally, last but not least, yeah, is me. I saw that, Rev. The host man uh, for this episode, hey. Migoy Mendoza. What's going on? Something, something, Cybertron uh, robots, king of names. Yes. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, <laughs> episode 77, king guys. How you doing? What's up? How you doing? What's up? Pretty good. All right, so. We haven't had this segment in a while, but we got reader mail. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Chaprizal is losing sleep once again. I, I, it might not be that. We did clamor about it, and he listened. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Thank you for the question, man. So his first thank question for, for tonight is, what's the worst game glitch you've still remembered up to this day? Hmm. The worst hmm. game glitch. Yeah, what's, what's like the most nonsense i actually have to think about this one i've i've seen a lot yeah, you're the king of games you've seen, yeah i'm the king of names first of his kings last of his <laughs> names oh man as uh, far as fucking game glitches though like fucking like i don't encounter them as much as migori does but um what like you I do call it by choice no yeah yeah it's just your superpower it's just your stand to attract glitches but um probably like if we're talking just straight up memorable uh the thing that's probably most memorable for me is missing number from Ooh. the old uh like 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 red and blue pokemon games right okay. specifically it's it, it's a really good memory and a really bad memory for me because i was a dumb child right mm-hmm. so the first time i did it i tried to catch missing of number of course you did and ended up corrupting my save file right no. yeah so that was the bad experience. But then the good experience was after learning through my mistakes about how missing number works and how I can like 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 mess with them to my advantage, multiplying the sixth um um, um inventory spot in my in my inventory, I can multiply whatever's in the sixth spot. I was like, yo, what if I what about I do that with rare candy? And then I became the Pokemon trainer in my school. Like um my friends would trade their Pokemon to me. I would tell them, I'll level it up, man. No worries. Don't, don't, don't worry. Then I will trade it back the next day, max level, but all through rare candy. And they're like, how'd you level it up that fast? I'll never tell. <laughs> and then they yeah, started looking at the truck and then found yes. the... <laughs> Found that was my whole hustle. <laughs> like, like they thought I was training it properly. They didn't know about the rare candy trick. Yun pala, you, they thought you were a master trainer, yeah. but you were just a cheater. No, yeah, I was just a cheater, and I was just stuffing their Pokemon <laughs> full of candy. That means none of their Pokemon oh, had God. effort values. Yeah, they're not strong. <laughs> they're just fat. Wow. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you were like the the Charlie of the chocolate factory. Or no, you were you yeah. were making them that that one fat kid who becomes a balloon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after chewing the blue gum or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then gets flushed down the drain. Was that the same guy, or does he just I, float I away? I can't remember now. anymore. I don't know I anymore. Oh. There are so many traps in that movie. It's weird. I swear to God, I thought the twist of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is 
the kids were the candy. <laughs> it, it could have been, right? Like, it leans so heavily to that. Dude, one little thing in that movie could be about that. Yeah. Because they the kids just go, like, die in very kind of gruesome ways. Pretty much. And we never know their fate. So it might have been that. It might have been a Soylent Green situation. I don't know. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Anyone else got glitches? I think, oh, I, think I, my, I think mine is personally Guile's handcuff glitch handcuff in the early glitch. Street Fighter 2 games. Oh, what is this? That kind of traumatized me as a kid when I when I was um an you know, I was very um confident in playing against my cousin before. The the right. the, the, the same cousin who teached me how to play Guile in Street mm. Fighter 2. And um, we were in an arcade, I think in Mega Mall, like mm-hmm. way back in the '90s. And then um, I was watching him clearing up arcade mode, and I was, I was, um, I was watching him play Guile, and he was doing some weird shit. And then, of course, me being a kid, it's like, and, and was, <laughs> it was weird. Dude. Like if 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 anyone who hasn't seen the the handcuff uh, the handcuff glitch that Guile does in in Street Fighter 2 it's basically yeah, he freezes your enemy he he freezes your opponents and they can't move anymore oh. you're just free yeah. to kind of like hit him or throw him oh yeah and that sounds bad yeah it's good because mm. uh what 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 my cousin does is that he activates the glitch uh, when he has higher life than his opponents, and then he just turns right. it over, <laughs> and then he won. He he wins the what round. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Oh. And I was like, what, what a shit! Like that sounds like big that? cheats. Big and big then cheats. All he can say to me is that trade secret. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh man, I will See, know. I will learn this. Oh my god. See, so, yeah. I was using my glitches in an underhanded manner, but for the benefit of my classmates. This man, yeah. this man this was man. taking away the money of people in the arcade. Yeah. Oh, it's it was the arcade to version too. Yeah, it's the arcade and version. And not like too. some weird home version. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. What Shout do you got, Raf? Big cheats, <laughs> big cheats. You know, going around. for some reason, for some reason, my mind just goes to the most kind of devastating one mm-hmm. that I've had recently, and it was just earlier this year when I was just starting streaming and we played uh, near Automata, right? Yeah. And then the fucking I finished the game, get through the whole story. Um, no, I, I think I finished a uh, a route. Was it? Like I think I finished the last route. I oh, I remember this. Choose, yeah. choose the big thing, and then I defeat all the 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 circles. I defeated all the circles by dodging the circles, and that they threw out. And then, at the very last point of the game, it just turns out that I didn't save the game, <laughs> even though I did. And my my save file is no longer there. And yeah, I had to start. All over again from start. For some reason, that's the thing that that's that's kind of uh, go, go, uh, popping into my mind. I don't know if I've I have I've had any other notable glitches uh, before that or like. Um, Wait, what? Earlier on in life, earlier on in life, I wasn't super. I don't have anything. I don't have any 
big memory tied to a, a specific glitch, except that one. That that was the one that kind of like uh, the most prominent one in my head. Wait, wait, wait! You saved, but it did not save. Yeah, is that what I I'm saved, getting? I saved, and then it was a big thing on stream. Like we, yeah, he he we got finished um, it. He, uh, you like you got one of the major endings, right? Right. And then like we saw you save and like we we checked the tapes right. too. Yeah. But when you tried to load that file to get the other ending, it just wasn't there. Just wasn't there and I had to restart you it. You had all to redo over. that fight again, yeah. Actually, oh, we weren't oh. sure. We weren't sure if it was a glitch or not. It was like more of was I being an idiot and didn't save and everyone was laughing as they do. And then <laughs> Martin, I think, had to uh, uh, go back. No, uh, no, that, that was me. I, oh, I, oh, yeah. I made the clip for that. Okay, there. Uh, they they checked the they checked the replay, and I did actually save, and it just bugged out. And I think that's happened like many times when my cousin was uh, playing MGS, or when me and my cousin were playing MGS, uh, the the original one on the PlayStation One. That also happened. Like, you know, at the end of the game where it asks you, save game? Mm-hmm. And then we did, and then we didn't. <laughs> so okay. We had to replay it all over again. That just happens around me, I guess. That's happened to me at least once in, like, in the, the annoying fashion where it's a really either tough or annoying fight that you don't want to do. And then mm-hmm. when you save and you clearly remember saving and then it, it doesn't kick in for some reason. Yeah. I think I think the only saving shenanigan that's ever happened to me is in Skyrim where I accidentally saved it right in front of me about to get killed. Oh, no. And it just infinitely looped me getting oh, killed yeah. whenever it reloaded. No. Is that hell? Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how to save horror stories. That, that even happens even like in modern Bethesda games. Yeah. <laughs> even in Fallout 4 that can happen it can save right it's before just, like especially your Bethesda combat. games huh? yeah <laughs> that's that's, oh, that's yeah. a real story the territory. I, I will say I remember I remember what, uh, another glitch right now I am, and I'm very excited to, to tell this one I remember a, a glitch that I encountered in NBA 2K 12 <laughs> or something something okay. really really early there, uh, and I don't know if it's a glitch or just bad AI or just fucking shoddy kind of programming, but there's a guy called Kwame Brown, and this guy was <laughs> being billed as the next Shaq because he's a big dude and he plays for the Lakers and he was number one draft pick. And there, there's all this hype about Kwame fucking Brown. And when he gets into the NBA, he's a bust. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he's a big dumbo. He's, he's not super great. Uh, he bobbles the ball a lot, and he, he basically he's a bust. He's just big for his uh, uh, for what they thought of him. He's just big, big mm-hmm. dumb idiot guy. So in NBA uh, 2K, whatever it was, I mean my cousin were playing, and we started the game. Uh, they took the jump ball. Uh, the jump ball happened. We got the ball. Uh, I passed it down low to Kwame Brown, and then he bobbled the ball in his hands like it played the animation of him like kind of 
Kelling the ball in the yeah. air. Fumbling yeah, yeah, yeah. Fumbling the ball he, or something. He falls onto the ground and gets injured and gets taken out of the game <laughs> in the, the first hell? like what 30 seconds of the game. <laughs> tip off. Holy shit. Is that is that a glitch or is that intentional? Yeah, that design? sounds very intentional. Holy moly. That sounds like the system it, working it against yourselves. In, it seems in character for Kwame Brown. <laughs> they programmed him that way. Me and my cousin were laughing, but at the same time, we were like, ah, oh, yeah, classic Kwame Brown. <laughs> Man, I remember, now, now that you mentioned Kwame Brown, there's another like NBA glitch, but it didn't happen in NBA 2K. It happened in, in the EA game, like in the EA sports Life. game, NBA gotcha. Live, uh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the famous oh. Jesus Bynum. <laughs> Where Jesus it's just Bynum. it's just Andrew Bynum in the T pose at the center of the oh my court, god not moving full on T pose <laughs> yeah full well, on T pose the perfect the perfect defense <laughs> yeah well that's it that's just it just like full I, on T posing at the jump ball T pose of Andrew Bynum <laughs> that that's amazing uh, people coined it the Jesus Bynum glitch and it became a thing it it became what NBA Live Elite Eleven is <laughs> for most people it's just a glitchy game. And that's why NBA 2K is king during those days. <laughs> Thanks to yeah. Jesus okay, cool. Full-on T-posing. He died. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What about the king of glitches himself, Migoy? With the yeah. sheer amount of glitches you've experienced, what's your favorite one? All right, okay. so one of the earliest one. glitches that... Um, I don't know if it was... I, I've, I've told this somewhere before where... Um, I used to have a copy of Rockman 4 on the Famicom. Okay. That was the casing was broken, so it was just a board <laughs> that I fucking jammed into the, the console. <laughs> the fucking raw ass like motherboard. And for some reason, every time you boot the game from a fresh like the, the moment you turn the console on, you know how in, in Mega Man games you start off with um the one ups as zero two, right? So that's like yeah. three one ups essentially, like zero uh-huh. two, zero uh-huh. one, and zero zero. For some reason, in this particular copy of Rockman 4, it said XX. And when you die, it counts down uh, in descending fashion in Roman numerals. Uh Uh-oh. So 20, 19, 18. And only once it hits 9 does it go back to, like, regular alphanumeric numbers. I I super miss glitches like that, wherein if you insert the cartridge wrong in, like, just a little way, like, it can fuck something up like that. That's the thing. Like, um, I don't know if maybe the the there was something wrong with the cartridge itself, or maybe something because of its being exposed that something on the board got messed up. But every maybe. time you do a fresh boot, even if you input a, a password to to like jump across stages, your first HP will always be XX. Oh. So like, even if I sucked at the game, I had fucking twenty tries to do it right. <laughs> sick <laughs> oh man so so you were just sticking this like green piece of plastic into your system no casing no casing and like luckily i didn't get shocked either when i tried to pull it out but it was very painful in my thumbs to like oh, yeah those things are spiked out. yeah yeah it had like little notches for the supposed plastic shape um yeah one of the more recent not the one recent but like one of the more modern like last 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 console generation ps3 was um GTA 5 online um back when like the, th- this was still the early the early aughts of the of that particular function I was playing with a friend and um 
at that time, the most expensive apartment complex was just uh, in the same building. And uh, we were just driving around doing GTA things, you know. Straight up fall through the world in the car. And I'm like, yo, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Then my friend goes like, dude, are we underneath the city? (laughs) (laughs) And fucking we we couldn't leave the car. We couldn't do anything. So I thought like, okay, we're going to teleport to the safe house and see if we can get out of this mess. Right. So since I'm the host, he will automatically fade in and fade out following my character. So Mm -hmm. we do that. And what ended up happening was, um, you know how in, in GTA, when in, in GTA in general, when you go to a safe house, it goes to like a camera cut of your car going into the driveway sometimes before fading out to black or something? Yeah. Like it, it goes into a zone you can't normally access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was um, the, the cutscene of it, of the car going in plays normally, but it spawns us in the parking lot that you normally can't access and since you're not supposed to be there, none of the doors actually function. So, so you we guys were, are just trapped. We were just trapped in this parking lot with like some low res walls that you're not supposed to see. <laughs> and so like, okay, we'll do this again. We'll teleport to the to the fucking apartment building. It's uh, the room itself, right? So we do that. And um, it, it's fine. We load in the room and we try to leave to go back into the city streets. And when you do that, it plays a cutscene where your character walks out of the building, like through the glass door from the lobby. Guess where it puts us? Where? Inside the lobby where the doors don't function either. So you guys oh. are just trapped We're there just now. We're just stuck in there. Man, and that like this sounds is... extra scary or extra creepy because you guys are online and together. Yeah, like with someone else, so that kind of is a whole. And like these bugs are so replicatable that it happens to the two of you at the same time. It it happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't exact because like in in the the lobby part, he could see me running through the glass door into the streets. But for me, I'm like I can't even go past this thing, and you're just standing there. <laughs> And of course, uh, when we left the game and restarted, it's fine. But it was just funny how, throughout like that entire thirty-minute session, we were encountering a very similar glitch online together. And like, um, I, there was no video of it, but I do have like a photo album of it on Facebook. And like, yo, um, documenting glitches—that's that was pretty funny. And I think that's like one of my more favorite ones. Sick, sick. All right, and I think that glitches from all of us, yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks yeah. to Shockerzal for sending in that email. I mean that yes. that that the question. It's not, a, it's not a, it's a reader mail. It's a it's a comment in the Discord. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So uh, next up, we got we got one from the child in the Discord, Mister Contemplate himself. Mm-hmm. Big child. And he he would like to ask because the um, the game awards just happened. He would like to know what's our individual game of the years for twenty twenty. Oh, you know I actually haven't watched the game awards yet. Fuck. Oh really? What? Yeah. Well, Speeder didn't like Graffy did. Now three hour show of the game awards into two hours and thirty minutes. It's not much of a speed run. <laughs> much of a speed run. Uh, oh, no, but, but, but what, uh, what's your personal game of the years? I think I know what yeah, most of y'all are going to say. 
No, yeah. yeah. Uh, me, I I didn't get to play much games this year, but like 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 I've been playing a lot of like Genshin. I've been playing a lot of like uh, Final Fantasy, all the usual stuff. But the thing that really blew me away this year is probably Hades, and that oh. has to be my game of the year. Like uh, for the price and for the optimization it has on your PC. I mean, like it's not graphically intense, but because of the art style, it's so beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I think that Hades has um, utilized the medium of being a game to the max. You know what I mean? Wow. It's not just relying on, like, fancy graphics. It's not just relying on, like, cinematography. It's not just relying on, like, big-budget stuff. Uh, instead, it capitalizes on uh, overall tone, overall uh, art style, overall um, 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 uh, theming, atmosphere, and uh, like the amount of world building that they that they do. I mean, Bastion did it, Transistor did it, but the amount of voice lines in this game for like specific things that you do is daunting. And like, whenever I die, I just look forward to talking to every character again, just to see if they have something new to say. And um, I've cleared it so many times, but I like I'm still not tired of it. It's great, and I'm always looking forward to playing it again. Like I said, it's my like Binding of Isaac this year. So for me, it's Hades. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Hades is definitely my game of the year. Uh, this was a different type of year where uh, usually I I kind of knock myself out of the situation where uh, I don't usually get to play games when they come out in the year that they come out so i i can't really have a voice in in game of the year uh most of the time but i just realized that this year i was able to play a lot of the games that came out this year oh, yeah, like Phas- hmm. phasmo fall guys uh final fantasy remake thanks because of uh uh our friends who gifted it to me and also hades um but definitely of the games that I've played, it's got to be Hades for the same reasons that Emil has said. And also because it's just got that transcendent quality about it. It just surpasses what its game type is and its genre. And it just becomes something else that's more special. It becomes more than a roguelike. And like right? the thing about it, dude, for me, is like uh, usually I tend to avoid games wherein the mechanics are very like 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 basic or like low or like... Basically, like, I hate cookie-cutter type games that usually come out. Like, I've never played anything, like, from, let's say, the Uncharted series. I've never played any... Like, for some reason, games like that, when I look at it, I'm, I'm automatically like, no, I'm not going to play this. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, uh, when it comes to Hades, um, what do you call it? A roguelike is a thing that is very established. It's very formulaic. But the thing that Hades does, and not enough games do, in my opinion is that they marry um, the the game mechanics to the theme of the overall story or the overall setting. Like, so death is a part of it. Restarting is a part of it. Like, uh, fucking um, actually collecting powers is a part of the story. Like, your gameplay is, is, is married into the concept and is thematic. And I, I don't see too many games that actually utilize the format to its maximum like like you can name only a few games that actually do this i mean like fucking um and and they're all smash hits fucking hades fucking near fucking um 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 undertale shit like that that like is super thematic and uses the game to the max 
I love that shit. So yeah. it's Hades. Yeah, and and like to to add to that, I think uh, um, it kind of breaks away from what its confines are, and that's what I love about it. Like it, essentially, in doing all that stuff, in in marrying the gameplay to the story and its storytelling and its world and all that, it uh it becomes something much more than a roguelike, right? It redefines what a roguelike is. And this is also uh, a quality that I found, I think, in my my my, my runner-up for Game of the Year, Final Fantasy Remake, since it just redefines what a remake is supposed to be. Like, right? It It's not just what it is. It, it gives something uh, better, bigger, and more special. No, so yeah. yeah. So if, if, uh, my my the thing I I said was, if Final Fantasy would have won this year, I wouldn't have been mad. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not mad regardless, but I wouldn't have mind. I I wouldn't have minded uh, if they won because yeah, you know, the the transcendent quality of it and all that. So yeah, no, those yeah. two were definitely the best that I've played this year. And yeah, Hades. No, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What about um, the Miguel's? What does yeah, the count yeah. say? For me, um, it's it's sort of like Rafi's. I have two Game of the Years. Um, mm. One, which is my runner-up for Game of the Year of the Year, could be it would be Hades because I haven't played that mm. much of it yet. Like I haven't cleared it, but I I I have the same sentiments as you guys have about the game, mm. and I I just really really love the art direction of it and the the work they put on. Um, working on the art and and somehow blending the art with the gameplay and the and the music and the sound design is really good like top notch um and I, I can't really say anything else about it since you guys already covered it but uh my game of the year my my my, my personal game of the year which actually got released last year like late last year was death stranding and oh um, it's something that a lot of people um, generally like, I guess. But at the same time, I have seen people who just um, passed it as somewhat boring because, oh, there's no gunplay. There's no fighting. There's no... It's just FedEx delivery, man, the game. But oh. it's not. Like, like that's what that that um that generalization was uh during last year flash forward to the present where everything is so relevant right now for the game um it becomes such a good like commentary on what's happening right now oh, that's so interesting year. Yeah. so yeah. it like playing this game this year kind of resonated and it's just relevant this year like mm-hmm. You're playing as someone who is um, out in the world that has basically shunned itself because of things that happened, um, be it a pandemic, be it a death stranding, and people are afraid of coming out of of, of their homes because you know um, the death stranding is real. Like the death stranding is basically making them <laughs> old or like sickly, and it's up to you to actually connect with these people by doing deliveries. Like you're helping people by actually delivering important stuff, so um, it's sort of like a love letter to frontliners. If you think no, about yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's something that is a working like 
frontliners, especially this year, is something that without them, we're just oh, yeah. we we die from it to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know, like playing this game, and even even the game mechanics of this game, like trying to build roads, trying to connect cities, trying to connect people, it's it just resonates very strongly uh, this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, last episode, we all know how Migs feels about deliveries. He he. Oh yeah, <laughs> he loves delivery. Oh, yeah, for sure. He loves sending packages. Might have, I mean, might, as well have, might as well have ordained the guy who delivered our decks to us as a saint. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And so, the yeah, guy this... doesn't even know who we are. Yep. We're no, we, to, we, to he, a... knows. he knows. He knows. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully he remembers. I appreciate it. You guys still like keep that. Oh, mine is mine is in like a top loader somewhere. Oh, nice. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, um, aside from that, aside from that, um, story wise, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a Kojima this is, game. Yep. This is good. It's a Kojima game. Um, one of my friends actually told me that it's an anime. There's at one point, like for sure, like for real, there's one point where everything just went at full on advent children cloud. Oh man. Up anime mode. Like, sort I'm actually like looking that. forward to like getting to playing that stranding. Would you recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, been recommending sure. it. Too. I've been recommending it all, <laughs> all year. year. Yeah, yeah. I've been recommending all year. There's a lot of naysayers who doesn't like the game because, oh, it's Kojima crap, but. I mean, that's really? still true, but... It's still true, but at the same time... It's always like been true. Crap, tasty crap. Yeah, yeah. it's tasty crap. It's like I, McDonald's, I, but a yeah. bit... It's, it's like, more... It's the secret menu of McDonald's. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It's the secret menu of McDonald's. It's, it's like Moe's. It's, it's good like trash. No, it's good like trash. fast food, but like presented slightly better. So maybe like a family right. restaurant. Like maybe Kojima is the Denny's of fast food. Something like that. So. Like... like it is presented with a little bit more care and 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 the, yeah. the highest class of fast food garbage you can find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Denny's, right. Denny's. That, that, that's <laughs> what that stranding is. Yeah, it's Denny's stranding. We know someone who really really likes Denny's, but you know, hates. Oh, dude, thing. I love Denny's. What the fuck? I mean, let's dude, see. I love Denny's. Denny's <laughs> are great. Yeah, don't, saves don't, us don't from, from, from the tongue monster. <laughs> yeah, save it. But yeah, that's yeah, that's, like that's like my game of the year. What you're talking about with Death Stranding though is like like it's it's interesting because like Kojima games have that weird tendency to be talking nonsense, and then like a few years later, it'll be yeah, relevant. It becomes very relevant. You know yeah. how the the world is now filled with the Lale Lulelo. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's how you can tell. That, <laughs> that's how you can tell if people have the nano machines. Remember when that. <laughs> One politician yeah. went guns of the patriots, bang bang, and that building exploded. Pretty <laughs> much. Uh, <laughs> so what Sweet. about you, Mig? Uh, All right, for me, um, I'm usually in the same boat with Migs most of the time. Where and, and Raffine, where like the backlog is so intense that I end up playing games that have come out years before. Oh yeah, and that being the my personal game of the year. But actually, this year too. I was actually able to play stuff that came out this year, and like with hey. one of them being um, thanks to you guys, which was actually um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, as yeah. as you guys covered that too. Um, oh yeah. Just I was fully just diving into that, 
expecting it like, oh, it's just going to be a modern take of this old RPG that I like. And then it, it goes beyond that in both like a storytelling and concept, right? Yeah, man. And, you know, plus the, the gameplay, like, you know, you know, I'm on my MO now. If the gameplay is enough, it'll hook me even if the rest is garbage. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, there are moments where, like, the story is good and the gameplay is garbage and then I stay. But for the most part, like, if the gameplay is good, I'm going to... Even Absolute if the story hope. sucks, I'm in. You know, oh, yeah. Like, just, yeah. just look at my love for Metal Gear Revengeance and oh, <laughs> that yeah. trash fire that is the story of that dude, game. Dude, FF7 <laughs> is a good one. It feels good to fight in that game. Yeah, dude. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, like, I found that combat so good that I've chucked in, like, 130 hours into that game. Oh wow! Just out of pure personal interest to one hundred percent like hard mode, and then some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of like I don't really go chivo hunting, but like I, it's probably on my personal account the only game I have a platinum on. Oh no, near Automatopala has the other one. Um, Yeah, yeah. Company those. Those be the games that I don't mind platting and. And like it, it's not because I wanted to plat. It's because like the the platinum trophies are achievable then without you know going too far off the road. But just I just wanted to finish like what I could within that game, and then some like even the stuff that didn't uh, reap you trophies, just because like you know completing the bestiary, finding all these other nonsense collectibles, f- you know, killing all monster types and scanning all of them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, most of those hundred, like half of that time was spent just fighting um, EX Bahamut over and over again. Shit. <laughs> just to, to get the, the fucking final summon and all that. Just that that, that game is just, it's so good. Um, that was a really good game. Yeah. What? And yeah, like, it, it's crazy. Since it came out so early in the year too, it, it feels like so <laughs> such a long time ago. It has a yeah. very solid battle system. I really like it, and you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a really nice take on the classic active time battle mechanic, mm-hmm. while making it a modern it was, action game. The music yeah, it's is sick. just it's sick. It's very remember, very remember, strategic. It's so good. It's I remember so more than good. more than the actual story. What kept me from coming back is the combat. Like it feel, yeah. just feels so good. It feels so chunky. It feels so gratifying when you get a good stagger going. Mm-hmm. Like if you kind of uh, attack it with the weakness that'll make the stagger go big, yeah. and you can like go wail on, on it, it you on go it. ham on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's a real like fun feeling. Right, and like like it's so good that usually when I play games like this or like when I play an action game, I usually gravitate towards like a single play style. Like, oh, I like how he moves. I'll play him ninety percent of the time, but. For FF7 remake, they made everyone feel amazing. Like yeah. like uh, how Cloud swings his chunky sword feels really really good. And when you yeah. want to play fast, you play fucking Tifa, and like her fucking combos feel great. And then when you want like a weird chunky man, you play Barrett, and it's amazing. Like yeah, like it's the, the Neely Barrett is so awesome. There. Yeah, like all of them are yeah. are great, and that that just actually shows up if you dive into like the harder challenges. Especially right. when when you um, yeah. no not just new game plus um, for sure hard mode but um, in the the combat trials in the VR room where you choose oh. which party member to bring 
Yeah. Right, right. And that just shows, like, because uh, you have, like, four characters, right? But you can only bring three at a time every single time. And in the story, you're pretty much fixed with your party. But there's a moment in um, chapter 17 of of hard mode in the VR challenges where you have a moment where all characters are with you. So you can mm-hmm. choose who to bring. And you can even omit Cloud from your, your party for that. And seeing awesome. how everyone can complement everyone else in many different aspects and many different builds... That was like parang. That's the brewer's paradise for like you know when you, when you're coming up with like your your combos and your Magic the Gathering decks and all that nonsense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can turn Barrett into full on melee stupid nonsense. Yeah. You can make him just the gunman. You can make him a mage. You can make him a fucking the tank Whoa. healer who never yeah. dies. Yeah. You can do that for everyone. You can make everyone a mage. You can make everyone support. You can make everyone fucking DPS. You can make everyone. You can make your entire team an archetype too, right? And just come up with I some stupid combos. Favorite, I think my least favorite character to actually control was Aerith. But like... <laughs> you have like, no idea. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, when I want big magic, I would use her. But the thing is, like, her general moveset was probably the one I liked least. Mm. Man, like I, I thought that too, and then um, because in terms of just you know uh, usability, she's very uh, different from the rest. Yeah, she but is. yeah, once you figure out the the potential of what those skills can do, and mm-hmm. how it can interact, like the double casting, is double my cast- my crutch for those challenges. Oh. Um, fucking, not even staggering Bahamut, just getting him to stop shooting. With double fire, guys. But I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so good. It's so fucking amazingly busted. And it's great. Yeah, um, I'd say like I, 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 like... I can see why Hades is so good. Like, 100%. It's just that I never actually played it. So I, I don't think I can say that it's my game of the year. You know, that wouldn't be fair. Uh-huh. But uh, um, FF7 and I guess... Genshin Impact just because of all the hours I've put into it and oh, yeah. fucking like, it, it's crazy being a free game. It has no yeah. right. No right. Yeah. I wouldn't isn't... say it's a sleeper hit. I mean like everyone fucking plays it. Everyone and their mom. Yeah, but I mean, up until release there wasn't enough hype for it. Um, I was right. lucky enough to find out about it like two weeks before it came out. Yeah, yeah. And oh. I'm like, oh, I, I it, they showed the trailer at like um, at E3 at that right the online one of the online right. um, game conventions, game mm-hmm. events, and like, yo, that looks like Breath of the Wild but with anime, and then um, I forgot about it for a few months, and then um, I was like, isn't that coming out this year? And then I looked it up, and like, oh, it's coming out in like two weeks. Then I found that Sweet. people are playing the beta of it on on Twitch, and like, oh, I'll pre-register, and then I played Wait, it, and like, yo. This game's good. <laughs> Genshin Impact is way too good for how free it is. But Dude, like it's it have scummy gotcha mechanics wherein if yeah. you if you don't know what that shit is, like it, it, it can kind of become predatory. But as long as you know what you're doing and you're kind of disciplined with your money, you're fine because there's so much to do in this game without spending money, right? right, right. Yeah. It's perfectly like viable weird- to play it without spending a single thing. Absolutely. And like you can totally play it with just the free characters and it's enough. It's yeah. enough. You have to control that dick, right? Um but like the weirdest thing I've heard about Genshin Impact though is that um 
what do you call it? It's so good as a mobile game that other mobile game companies, specifically in China, have become so threatened by it that oh. they've been hiring troll farms to spend. <laughs> To actually spread smear campaigns about Genshin Impact. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's been there's been oh talk on the Reddit and like uh some contributors from the Chinese communities and Billy Billy and that kind of stuff are like saying, yo, it's that bad here. Like uh to the other Chinese companies, Mihoyo is the enemy. Mihoyo <laughs> is the enemy. Okay. That's hilarious. That kind of is funny because Mihoyo is a Chinese company. Like, yeah, yeah, but like business away from the think, other Chinese companies. You would think huh? that because you know China together strong, wow. they, yeah. would, China they would support together. every right. developer. But no, dude, I mean, dog no, dog world, no. even in development. Yeah, wow, that's it's, crazy. I have heard of a smear campaign in between video game companies <laughs> from the forever. same country too. Yeah, from within the same China. country. That's crazy. Like, um, some of the rumors going around right now are that a lot of the a lot of the anger around the, the character Chong Li is by troll farms, and that uh, before the release of the game, that a lot of the Breath of the Wild copy stuff uh, media thing going around was also from troll farms. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Damn. Interesting. Damn. Powerful. It's, it's only powerful? it's only a copy if it's bad, but if it's good, it's an homage. It's an homage. It's an <laughs> absolutely an homage. It's actually good. Right. So yeah, um, really, a lot of strong contenders for game of the year this year. Like a lot of stuff came out despite everything that's happening, and mm-hmm. happy that a lot of them are good too, and uh, no regrets spending a lot of time on those games. No rugrats. <laughs> That was a good cartoon. What do you come on? <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? mean? <laughs> the game and the cartoon were perfectly fine. Yeah, dude, the PS1 yeah, game was man. kick ass. I played the PS1 Rugrats game Reptar so much when I was younger. <laughs> Fucking that beating Angelic in that race. Fuck ba, that lady. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> All right. It's the game speedrun. I think I that was my first speedrun ever in the world. <laughs> Rugrats. I believe it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, real quick. It's a, I had only one hour uh, after after class one day to rent the the PlayStation One at the shop that I used to go to, and I I did that one hour for like a whole week, and then by the end of my one hour on like Friday, I could beat the game <laughs> in an hour. Wait, wait I could beat this with my eyes closed. <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying after school you went to a yeah. public? Um, a video game <laughs> rental yep. shop. And so play play <laughs> Wait, how old were you? <laughs> like grade three. Oh, that's, and, not, yeah, that's not. That's not bad. That's not too bad. And, because I was um, imagining muscular high school raft. Oh, he's, yeah, he, yeah really, he wasn't. Really he wasn't raffy. buff and bald yet. <laughs> No, he wasn't fucking yeah. bald yet. But I was imagining muscular high school Rafi going into a public internet thing and like sitting down and like, like he starts up the game. It's just like pa 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 Rugrats, and I'm like, fuck. yeah. And then <laughs> fuck you looking at, fuck you looking at. I'm speed running. Tommy's the shit. Rugrats. <laughs> yeah. I just really, I just really tried to play it like as good as I can. And that by the end of an hour, one day, I was like, oh. Oh, those are the credits. Oh, <laughs> wow. oh I finished it. Oh, it it's, it's crazy how like the final level you unlock is just 
um, Reptar doing Rampage. Yeah. You, a, a level you cannot lose. You're just there to just destroy everything you want. <laughs> it's a victory lap. It's yeah, a victory yeah, lap. It's so it's good. Through. All right. We got one yeah, more question. So game of the year for Rafi is Rugrats. Rugrats. <laughs> always. On always. The one. Yep. You gotta find stupid fill in little hiding in the. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck cap. that. <laughs> okay. That's it. I remember that. All right. Final oh, question Brett. we got from Kenneth Yu. What's your favorite slash funniest podcast moment? I have a ton of hey, laugh out loud man. moments every episode, but the most memorable is during the Near Automata special episode summarizing Pascal's wager. And yo, that's big cheats. <laughs> it's basically the best. Wait, is that from us? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what Rocky said. I forgot when about I this. Yeah. When I explained what Pascal's wager was about like the whole God thing, and then yeah. Rocky just goes, wait. That's big cheats. What the fuck, Pascal? <laughs> oh, man. Favorite Puts himself podcast in a vague moment. spot that's where he's easy. never that, wrong. That's easy for me. Go, go. Like, it's just one of the episodes of uh, Face Jam where they, <laughs> what? Where they talk Not about... Wait, no, no. Listen, right. listen. Uh, right. it's, it's, it's about the... I think it's about the McDonald's... Um, like a McDonald's sandwich hmm. where one of the hosts actually went in and ate six of it before going into the podcast episode. An episode <laughs> where they kind of um, agreed that they will try the sandwich at, at the same time. And this guy just wolfed down five of them yeah. before the episode <laughs> and has no regrets doing it. Oh, God. He had, oh, he had... He walked into a situation where they were going to eat it anyway, but uh, in the Throughout the week, he has already eaten it five times. <laughs> yeah, that's oh good. We need we do need to clarify though. Is this a podcast moment from the good trades or overall podcast moment oh, from all podcast moment? Because yeah. if it's on other podcasts, I have a lot of um, favorites, like including Face Jam. But... Let's do one outside and inside. Uh, one one out, outside of good trades and one good trades moment. All right. So wait, uh, maybe I could add one more outside good trades moment. Oh, go and go for it. Go for it. Just a quick one because this is in Idle Thumbs where they discuss about um, the possibility that Mario is actually Wario in the future. <laughs> God damn it. I like, forgot about like, this. You forgot about that? This is, <laughs> yeah. The, the theory is so good because... It, it it kind of pertains that Mario um, was actually a conqueror in the late future because he was sticking out his M flag on some of the levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he became lousy and lazy. And then suddenly he just looked in the mirror and, oh, I'm number one. And he's actually <laughs> Wario. And then, and then uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 is actually a reenactment mm-hmm. of one of Wario's past um, conquests. And, yeah, because it's a stage play. Yeah, and and the protagonist of Super Mario Three, which is the actor Mario, is somehow <laughs> um, going into revolt and trying to kind of defeat Wario, the original Mario. So it's kind of like all of the characters, including Bowser, going after Wario. So it's 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 really funny. It's it's a really funny um, and very interesting um, take. On, on on the Mario Wario story. Yeah, it, it's better than the Squall is dead theory, I'd say. Oh, really? <laughs> I love that theory. Oh. 
but yeah, I think uh, for for our podcast, I think my favorite one is still. Um, <laughs> I guess it's just me blabbering in the in the in the cold open, trying oh. like, forgetting that that oh wait i'm not doing too much gaming and oh and the loop just looped yeah. it. i just <laughs> i just so edited the episode in a way that we're just trying to fix the timeline every really failed opening up. went into that yeah. episode yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know sp- speaking of mig samson openings though my favorite one from you is probably we're in uh you introduced everyone in the form of a question and we were asking if this was the what? intro or not. <laughs> remember this? Yeah, Wait, yeah, that, I absolutely that, remember the this. Same episode. It, was it the same episode? Yeah, it's the Is same that episode. the same episode? It, it, it's one of the loops. Yeah, like that's, it, that's one of the loops. Oh, fuck. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're going to go back and, and uh, rewatch that episode or re listen to it, go check out the description. And this madman just <laughs> we, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Black dude. Mirror script. On the description, it is so long. I got, I got bored. It's a, it was a separate story. <laughs> what always do that? that? Is that like, does uh, your something run on batteries? What? Uh, fuck, I forgot. No, no. Does your grandma run on batteries or whatever? I forgot. Actually. God damn it! It's something. it's something. It's something. But yeah, that's it's something. That's, me uh, writing weird descriptions is something that I like to do because nobody really like reads it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going ham with the descriptions. Oh yeah, oh, we catch yeah, you yeah. a few that's times a, though. That's that's an Easter egg. <laughs> if you guys are kind of keen about it, like if you're reading it on the Spotify page, then kudos mm. to you. Thank you for reading my fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that's this crazy. is the outlet for the fan fiction. Oh, yeah. The secret yeah, yeah. podcast lore is that um, Mig Samson just uses the description as an outlet for his fan fiction. <laughs> I mean, the show is an outlet for many things. <laughs> no, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Okay, favorite podcast moments. I think my favorite parts of this podcast is actually before the quarantine. Before oh. the quarantine, we, we would actually go out. We would meet each other and shit like that. But I think my favorite part all the time is hearing Rafi's stories of him doing something stupid either in the gym or something athletic. And I think my favorite story from Rafi that made me laugh out loud is was when he was supposed to go play basketball with a whole bunch of his friends. <laughs> and instead, he goes not only to the wrong court, but plays with a random bunch of people <laughs> thinking that this was the friend group. That was my favorite. But without favorite. the friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then at the very end of it, he's just like, yo, where's Wolf? And he's just, <laughs> people are just like, who? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. I lived it, man. Dude, what made that even better was when you fact-checked the, the court that you went to. Because, yeah. like, um, when you initially told it, you thought, like, oh, maybe you just went to the one beside it or something like that, right? Yeah. And then you looked it up on the map, and it was on the complete opposite side of the road. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> the complete other side of Edsa. It, it, it wove itself even better after the fact. Oh my god! It's great. It's absolutely great. And 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 I think it's such a memorable moment too because you took the time to like clip it and animate it. So oh, yeah. that's great. 
Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Basketball connects people. <laughs> the beauty. <laughs> the the is the basketball. Uh, Kenneth. I think it's a beautiful game. Yeah. Kenneth <laughs> right. is asking. Uh, I still wonder how Thirsty Bird is doing. Uh, Thirsty, oh. Thirsty Bird is doing well. He has his own business. Um, uh, he's been he, he's been sated. It's yeah. Sated. Oh yeah. yeah. A thirst has sated. been quenched. Um, he, is, he, he has a, I think he has an IELTS tutorial business going on. So if you want some some IELTS training, you can you can contact Thirsty Bert. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you got the thirst for knowledge, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> not be thirsty sure. anymore, but he still thirsts for that knowledge. Yeah, dude. Yes. It, it went to something boy. else. Yes, yeah. yes, he's quenching the thirsts of others for knowledge. Didn't we throw out one of these ideas of like um, you were going to do the Thirsty Bird skits in in ESGS because you always oh, yeah. do that, right? Oh you know, yeah, you had this Thirsty Bird skit in in ESGS where he just thirsts around, right? But then you it had this idea of once. doing it, <laughs> of of doing it, but it's now quenched Bird, where he just and there. <laughs> no, he he tries it, but then the girlfriend is like, hey. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember he was like drinking something, and then uh, once he finishes the like, this is the 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 plastic cup. Yeah. And then yeah. once it reaches the like the bottom, there says girlfriend, and then ah, oh, I'm I'm quenched, I'm, like sated. Sated bird. Like that. Sated bird. Sated bird is very nice. <laughs> All right. What about boys, favorite moments. Uh, uh, no. I mean, we're ending the year. This is actually a perfect question. Yeah, actually, this is a perfect yeah. question. Thank you, yeah, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the last episode of Good Trades for the year. Yep, yep. Last anything. episode for the year because we're taking a Christmas break. Um, I I can't actually remember. We're fucking seventy-seven episodes in, and hmm. I've been in most of them. So you know, when you're in the thing, you don't remember it because oh, you yeah. don't feel the need to because you were there. You lived it. Yeah, you lived it. <laughs> like a lot of moments. It it just passes my head with all the things that happen. <laughs> I can't I can't pull out any single one. I guess Man, um I, yeah, like the the Rafi story, because it was highlighted makes it stand out a bit more. Absolutely. A bunch of other stuff like that. But what about what about for you though? Don't you just love that moment that we got Rafi on as a guest and he never left? <laughs> That's the lore. Yeah. That was gonna be that was gonna be mine. That my oh, my, oh, my favorite moment was when I joined the podcast <laughs> in the very episode and just refused to leave. The stray cat the that broke into the gag. house. Oh god! Running gag of all. No, but on the real though, on the real though, when we did that, like it, it was kind of like wishy washy as well, like. Am I guesting? Am I not? I didn't know you were gonna record, but I did kind of uh, manage to secure a hangout with you on the same day, and I didn't know it wasn't a very official put together guesting. Yeah. And then, <laughs> however, as the night went on, there was just an energy in that first episode. There was just a, a magic in that room. And I don't know. I don't know if I, I felt it that there was like a magic in that room and like we were just it sound sexy. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it was. Because yeah. it was. <laughs> that's the, that's the reason. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that's that is mine. 
the the very first nice. episode it just felt so good it just felt so that uh just talking and because that that also felt like uh some form of freedom since we we had shows where we are constrained to yeah we had a format like, dead shows we each had different <laughs> shows that had formats and stuff like that right and we can get too far on a tangent but then uh in in that day we were kind of free at the bonds of of, of uh segways where <laughs> where the shackles were taken away and we could just go off into a tangent and talk about fucking uh majima everywhere system and uh, <laughs> a hype japanese man all that shit and how we should be sponsored by dole and how we should and how that was wrong to that was there <laughs> It was actually Del Monte. <laughs> one day. One well, day. One day. No, actually, see. It's, not, it's wrong right now, but it could be right. One day we'll get that sponsorship. <laughs> I hope they're still there, Dude. despite the you know all the the pandemic stuff. No, Dole will never leave. But it's Dole Del Monte. Though. It's Del Monte. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> So How many episodes before for? before not, corrected that too? <laughs> so which are we shilling for? Dollar both. Dollar? Both is good. <laughs> Pineapples, ketchup. I'll be sponsored by anyone. Pineapples and ketchup, the eternal rivals. Mm-hmm. No, the perfect pairing. Get both. Yeah. The money. yeah. Wait, uh, you put ketchup on your pineapples? Yeah, I cannot. They're pizza man. Tonight. They're both there. <laughs> Wait, you put ketchup on your pizza? <laughs> What? Tomato sauce. It's, it's a sort of ketchup. <laughs> you put ketchup on your shopao, Emil? Shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Wait different. That's hot dog. I went to 7-Eleven. I mm. took the hot dog home. Then when I got upstairs, I opened the bag. It was a hot dog. And packaged with it was shopao sauce. That's the story. I mean, <laughs> we weren't there. We can't validate the story. Oh, I was so upset, guys. I was I like, like how you said it too. Like I, I took the hot dog home like a lost cat or something. <laughs> yeah. I found yeah. it on the street. It followed me home. You rescued this hot dog. I gave it shots. It I cut off its balls. Mm-hmm. That hot dog's leading a very fulfilling life right now in my stomach. <laughs> it's cultivating. Yeah, dude. Um, all right, I, I, I need to bring up titles. something, I guess, from the from the show. Mm-hmm. There's there's Jeffery. Jeffery, <laughs> Jeffery is very strong. That that's one. God damn. It. Uh, there's also that that episode where you tried to convince me I'm a robot, but at the same <laughs> I mean, time, you it, you it, still it, are. It <laughs> never left. No, no, but 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 it ended up you guys being convinced that wait a minute, are we humans? We're the robots. <laughs> No, I remember and that. We all turned into robots at the end of the episode. Yep, that is true. Uh, check the uh, description. That's actually... <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, you the description too? All 77. Yeah, dude. That's a three-part um, like, robot arc where it ended with Miggy coming back. Same. Oh, right. Because I was absent oh, during one of those and I'm like, what's yeah. going on? Uh, yeah, you were trying to pass off Rob Jam as Miggy. That was great, too. Right, right. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. Uh, famous internet of, artist Rob Jam. Kind of scared or like Rob panicked during that episode where, wait a minute, I can't do this anymore. He was scared of offending you. Oh, it's yeah. fine. 
that was that was the funnies. That's all right. I'm seeing a Green's Goblin is also. Ooh, something. that that's oh, a real good one. Good. Green's Goblin is probably one of the stronger ones too. And uh, Captain's America. Reverse Edge Gun is a Reverse good one. Edge Gun. I remember. <laughs> oh, Punisher is just the Rooney Kenshin. It, that's true. Punisher just is Rurouni Kenshin. He might as well have a reverse edge gun. Except he always <laughs> uses the edge. <laughs> Rafi, we should continue like doing those. Like, I should YouTube clips, right? That's my that's yeah, my yeah. YouTube. That's my my uh, resolution. My New Year's resolution. I'm gonna get those off the ground. Those could be really good, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. Yeah. Next year, we'll roll those out. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'll I'll just mention that because um, we we don't really have segments on this show, at least you know not in the early versions of this, but Rafi would always bring in some form of <laughs> of segment, be it mm-hmm. either flixing like a moaf, or now currently sad quarantine stories. Oh yeah, <laughs> I miss Rafi's gym stories. Yeah, yeah. the gym Rafi's stories gym just became story. sad quarantine stories. Yeah, like, like, like Rafi has like an end theme of it being like i'm on a highway to health and that really fucking get me i wish there was more of it because that's so good it's an ever-changing format but it's it's raffy's segment there's a slot for that every like in most episodes yeah oh man Rafi's mysterious body was a good The, the gym episodes, the gym stories just became uh, yeah, questions it about evolved into, <laughs> it evolved into mysteries of Rappy's body. Because uh, you're a robot, right? You don't know how a human body functions. We all are. Migs is the last man. Migs is the last robot. The Migs FX last, last man. man. Yeah, have right. you seen that poster of, of FX shows, The Last Man? Why The Last Man? No. Yeah. Like it, just, it, it, it looks like it reads the what. Eh? Why the FX last man? Because the FX logo the FX was near man. the, like word the word the, yeah. So yeah. It, it's uh, bad design choice. I know. <laughs> oh man! So Hot many takes. good memories. What a what a what a good way to like like end this year talking about our previous podcast episodes. Thank you so much for the question, Kenneth. Yeah, thanks for that. That's like two years ish worth perfect. of of history with this show memories mamaroos mamaroos uh thanks for the questions y'all uh perfect way to end the the year but the show ain't over yet folks because we got weeks we got our usual we got the usual show if you're still here we're going to talk about you know the the stuff we've been doing these past two weeks because we're now a Fortnite podcast mm. mm-hmm. we talk about the fort the, the no. proper word yeah. Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And not yeah, for a video game, though it could be, could be. Yeah, we, we just call that for SEO purposes. <laughs> yeah, we we type it wrong because that's what the kids search, and they like yeah, Facebook, they... right? Mm-hmm. So, but um, and they're like they they do search it and they find good trades. Oh, Fortnite podcast, and they go in and they're like, oh, it's four people talking about <laughs> stuff. Who are these four idiots talking it's, about things wrong? <laughs> They haven't and they haven't mentioned Fortnite, the game that I really love, or any of its dances. At they all. might, but at that point, at that too point, late. it's too late, kids. You're already here. <laughs> you're you're, you're trapped in here with us. Yeah. That's, that's what we always say, right? From episode one until episode now, come in yeah. for the Fortnite, 
pay for the trades, right? We've always said that. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah, That's if you want to prove us wrong, listen to the older episodes. Yeah. <laughs> See if you can beat us then. <laughs> yep. All right, what what we got for weeks, boys? Okay, who wants to go first on the weeks, yo? You, Emil, you go first. Really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you do it. <laughs> I, think, I think my weeks is also a bit tied to Emil's weeks. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can totally segue from my week to your week. What do you call it? Um, but I don't have much going on, actually. Uh, as far as games go, I haven't picked up anything new. I haven't, like, uh, started new games or anything like that. But um, I have, uh, what do you call it? Just been playing the usual Genshin Impact, Final Fantasy. There's that new Final Fantasy patch, but I actually haven't gotten to play it as much as Migs has. Wait, so, you haven't um, finished the MSQ? I have not. Like, oh, that I, was all I, new, pala. Okay. I'm yes. going to cross out that on my list. <laughs> no, I <laughs> have I've not got... finished the MSQ yet. I, like, I mean, we can talk it. about it, but like, um, um, no, just not I'll spoilery, see. I guess. Mine's spoilery, so I won't, I won't <laughs> talk about okay. it. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, what do you call it? I've been playing the games, but mostly um, how I've been spending these uh, past two weeks is actually just catching up on shows, right? Mm-hmm. So, the big show I actually caught up on because I had to do it in preparation for this week was that I watched all of Attack on Titan in a wow. week. Wow, that's, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, because the, the, the newest final season... Uh, just debuted on Netflix like like uh, yesterday. yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh. And and in preparation for that, I actually watched the entire thing. So, just to start it off, I'm not sure if I've uh, said this on the podcast, but I have a history with Attack on Titan because <laughs> when it came out, I loved it. Right, I loved the concept of the world. I loved the concept of the thing. But the thing is, upon reaching something like episode five. Like, like, how old are these spoilers I think, right now? I think the thing happens okay. at, like, seven. Really? The first yeah, six yeah. episodes are them training. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I reach episode seven, right? And uh, I, I'm not sure if this is still spoilers, but, like, it's pretty old at this point. Yeah, so show's okay. very old. I think we can talk about it. But uh, in episode seven, somewhere around there, the main character gets eaten by a titan. And then I'm like, <sighs> Sick. This He's show is sick. Dead. Like, what do you call it? Um, I was so happy with the world building. I was so happy with the mysteries and shit like that. So many unsolved questions and shit like that. But then the main character gets eaten. And I'm like, shit, okay. So this, this show is serious about the danger. Like, they can just throw away the main character like Game that. Game of Thrones of anime. Then I watch the next episode. And he fucking comes back as a titan. <laughs> And then, at that moment, when when the anime episodes were coming out, I immediately dropped it. <laughs> I like I lost all interest because I had I had this thing in my head that I was like, "Yo, uh, he came back as a titan. Deaths are meaningless, and uh, this is probably going to be another shonen power level fantasy thing." It's like, "Oh, how strong can this titan get?" and shit like that. So I dropped it. And I never watched another episode until this week. Uh, and I got all the way to season three, season four, was it? And I'm glad to say that I should have given it a chance. Like, I, I absolutely should have given it a chance. 
and uh, it doesn't ruin its world building and its stakes by turning the main character into a titan. I should have kept going. I shouldn't have dropped it like that. Like, like I, I should have given Attack on Titan a little bit more slack. The basement is kind of worth it. Tell me what happened to the basement. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> no, stop it like I did. <laughs> I've been trying to get them to, like, tell me. We, we no. did. We have already. We did. We did tell you. We but did I don't tell you. Should, uh, but not in a straightforward way. No, dude, we did. We, we did. did. We, we told you what did. was there. We, sure we told you exactly what thing. was in there. But the most important part, right. we, did, we did spoiled it. I want it spoiled. <laughs> no, it's not that we did. We t- we told Rafi what exactly was in the basement. It's just that it's so far beyond that point already that there's a lot more to explain. After. Way yeah. more to explain, oh, and like two episodes of explaining. Yeah, and like when they were doing all of that lore dump in like season four or whatever, I was like, okay. The thing I loved about the show was the world building, and like it expands upon that, and I'm just like surprised that that's where it went and i'm like okay the basement's kind of worth it everything's kind of worth it uh i'm back in i'm back in and final season for the anime yeah the thing that kills me though is that yesterday i was super excited for the final season to release right mm-hmm. and when it when it hit netflix i watched the first episode i was yep. so excited i was like yep. yo sick another episode of attack on titan let's go i finished the first episode then it stops yeah <laughs> and we I'm gotta like, wait another week wait <laughs> That's why it's I'm a not staggered release. It yeah. It's a I'm fucking staggered release. I'm not watching it yet for that reason. Zach. I'm gonna wait for three more episodes, Moon. Oh god. Watch it. it was so bad when the when that episode ended and then it's it, then it tried to show me a trailer for some random show and I was like, wait. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> no, I have to wait. i I'm caught up. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. But as far as uh, story goes, do we talk about that or is it too early? No, I think there's there's too much. There is too much. <laughs> there is too much. way but, too much. But personally, uh, without going into deep spoilers, I do have a personal theory about Attack on Titan that has been like super interesting for me specifically. So I think I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Okay. So while watching Attack on Titan, uh, for people who have watched the show and do know the lore um while i was like watching attack on titan like this 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 weird parallelism just like fell into my head uh, as they explained like what the titans are what what um the city is like they're stuck on an island or something like that blah blah, blah. um what was super interesting to me is that when they were explaining um, the king of the place and like the countries at war and shit like that, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, it just immediately equated it to um, the disarmament of Japan as a nation. Oh, uh, like not everyone might be aware, but Japan, when they lost the war way back when, right? Uh, one of the things they signed was a treaty to never arm again, to never have an active military. That's why Japan only has the Japanese self-defense force. They don't have an actual military. They don't have an army, right? Mm -hmm. And when I was looking at Attack on Titan, it seems like uh, the Attack on Titan nation is an allegory for Japan's complex feelings about being disarmed. You know what I mean? They have this massive power. They have this massive thing. But because they signed the peace treaty, 
um, they can't go against it. And for me, that's the king's will. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they when they inherit the king's will, they they don't want to fight. That's the peace treaty and shit. That's the disarmament treaty. And in my head, I'm just like, is Attack on Titan just an allegory for the Japanese people having conflicting feelings about this? Like it it's just super interesting to me. And I'm not sure if that's the intention of the writer. Like like if that's the whole allegory he's going for. But I found it interesting that there are a lot of parallelisms between the, the nation of Marley, the Eldians, and how the whole thing played out in World War II. Like, it's interesting. If you see the parallelisms, tell me. And that's just a thought that I'm, like, throwing out there in the ether. Is Attack on Titan an allegory yeah. for Japan? I mean, when you mentioned it before, uh, off off stream or off record, like it can't like we kind of notice Nana. Whoa, you're actually making sense of this. Yeah, I can I can so, totally yeah. see it. That's something. It, it yeah, could very well be. Um, yeah. maybe maybe subconsciously too. Like you yeah. know how it it it's their history and culture. So it it could, it it could either be done on purpose. It could either have changed on the way. It could be mm-hmm. subconscious. Mm-hmm. Or you know maybe that's just his style of writing. Like how Kojima no, always yeah. writes about war bad, nukes bad, war bad, nukes yeah, bad, nukes war very bad. bad. But um, robot instead, robots instead, <laughs> <laughs> robots like, and FedEx. Yeah. But the thing about Attack on Titan is that it's 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 a thing that makes them feel trapped and shit. Like they're not utilizing their power, and like I think that's a very interesting topic because. Like, the disarmament treaty is the same as the king's will and shit like that. How, like, when you inherit that, you have no choice but to not fight and to just keep, like, being whatever you're doing right now and whatever. And, like, that sounds like a super interesting and super complex feeling to be having as a nation. And it's just, like, super interesting to me that uh, I don't think I've heard anyone else on the internet, like, kind of related to that. And, like, I just want to bring it out there and see if, like, does anyone else think that about Attack on Titan? Like, like, does it feel like an allegory for you? I'm not as well-versed in Japanese history as, like, a lot of people. So if anyone out there is is familiar, like, the parallels I'm seeing are, like, the disarmament treaty and shit like that, the king's will. Like, um, even, like, the moment that it popped up in my head was actually when they showed the world map for the first time. And the Eldian's Paradise Island is off to the right and kind of disconnected <laughs> from the rest of the main continent, exactly like how Japan yeah. is. So I'm like, oh wait, that this is this is a thing. This is, mm. yeah. So yeah, just a crazy parallelism theory for me. Can you spell it out for me? What what uh, first? What is the king's will? And <laughs> second, no, 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 I really want to know. Oh God! Uh, a limited are you amount no, Rafi, like the King's Will this is is, is an entire season. Yeah, yeah. King's Will is like a whole so season. Like right. No, no, I, like I, I actually wanted but, to mention Attack on Titan in my weeks too because um, cool. like the young the, the thing with the anime itself at least is um the first season is draggy despite its popularity. I didn't actually enjoy majority of the first season. It has the worst pacing. Yeah, and because it's how it they, it's how they tackled it. Because um, during the first season, they tried to tackle it like a regular shonen mainstream anime. Yeah, you know, we're gonna stretch this as long as we can to make the most money, get the most views, and all that. 
exactly. and then the the manga was like slow turtle pacing with bad art and all that nonsense um come the second season onwards it's completely different the pacing is lightning fast in season two uh-huh. and up to the current one it's hyper condensed and it fixes all the problems that i've been hearing about the the manga because i um um I looked at the manga because the, the the years between these seasons after season two are so long. Like, Very wasn't long. season two and three yeah. like three something years apart, something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was. It's it's like this anime came out so long ago. Um, um, during the Historia arc before like the the king part, that's when I took yeah. a peek into the manga and like, oh my god, because people were complaining about like, there's no titans. It's just politics and talking. And then I read that, that in the anime, part. and it's so good in the anime. Yeah, it's my but, um, favorite part. It's it's like an episode and a half, and so much mm-hmm. gets dumped. And parang, I was also doing the thing where I was, I was caught up, so I was watching it weekly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need more. <laughs> it's pretty damn good. Yeah, and it, as far as the base premise, it's gone so far beyond what it originally is. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I cannot imagine what is happening next. And lo and behold, the first episode of this final season, I'm like, it's like I what? don't know where we are. <laughs> there's been a what? Like how many years of a time skip did we have? We don't oh, even know if there's a time skip is, at all at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is this a Wait time a minute. Skip? What's going they, on? Then they kind of fast forward from the manga, like comparing to the, the manga. Eh. We don't know if, if it's a proper fast forward. And how far of a fast forward it is, even because, like, like you said, season one to season three, yeah, it's a big time skip jump, rendeba from the. Show. There's at least one at that. Yeah, like, if, like if, I think it's like uh, a year. Like, yeah. like season one to four is like uh, a year. Yeah, okay. man. Okay, that. Okay. No, there, there's <laughs> a bigger jump from three to four because like characters' hairs grow long. Yeah, and they sort of tease that at the beginning of the the. If, if that's the case, that's the that's the infamous time skip in the, in 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 the manga, like 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 starting from 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 the from the beach. Oh, the first yeah, episode. Yeah. The beach yeah. is the time skip time. time. Skip. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, big time it skip. Started time with skip. that. Mm-hmm. That's 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 fast. Yeah, it, like, it's it fucking manga, lightning fast in the manga. Compared to the manga, and like as far as like anime goes, the pacing in in Attack on Titan is crazy. Like yun nga, yeah, um, trudge through the first season because that's the worst one. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people like it because of the premise. But mm. second season onwards, you won't even feel it. It's like ten episodes per season lang ata, yeah, or it's, some yeah. ten to thirteen. It's Dude, incredibly short compared to the first one. It's like half the Dude, number of episodes. I burn through everything in almost less than a week. Yeah, and like. Rafi. like like the intrigue on that show is it will hook you up like Rafi, I really want to explain the will of the king yeah. and like no. what the titans actually are dude I don't think like I, I think even it's if you so do explain it it's it's not it that it doesn't do it justice it's not enough yeah. it's yeah. not because enough. so yeah. many yeah. other things are happening at the exact same time as all of that yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Nah. if you have any passing interest to this and you just dropped it because the first season was weird. Like just burn through that, then okay, nah, it should be fine after that. Imagine yeah, us. Imagine us reading the King's Will to you right now is mm-hmm. something like 
us telling you that, oh, Shawn Michaels won WrestleMania, <laughs> but we didn't know. Like, we didn't explain the, like, the, the, like the build-up of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we explained, uh, Hulk Hogan's a champion, but we didn't explain <laughs> the, the rivalry that he has with, and, with Andre the Giant and the Ultimate I, Warrior and his... I hate, I hate how you can I hate how you typecast me but it's so effective it's working <laughs> it's, so, dude, it's, it works like we will like, you know exactly how to speak to me in the most like typecast yeah, in the most way. relatable way like imagine imagine use the bunga language that, oh wait it's the undertaker's last ride but we didn't explain to you yeah, you, how, how you abusive the relationship the is between Vince McMahon and the undertaker so that's Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Attack on Titan is Undertaker's journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets okay. to the beach. Please, <laughs> please be excited for the last ride, Rap. Which mm-hmm. is please be excited yeah, again for the last ride. Yeah. Oh my god. Please, no more last rides. Only the last one. <laughs> and only the one. All right. What else you got, Emil, aside from Attack on Tita? So, um, Attack on Titan was great. 100% recommend. If 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 you guys are not on it yet, get on it. Um, I've been watching a lot of shows actually. Like nice. I, I've been doing a lot of catch up on a lot of shit. So like I've been like catching up on like fucking Boku no Hero Academia. I've been oh, catching shit. up on mm-hmm. like um, what do you call it? I actually um, watched all of One Punch Man again. Oh, nice. uh, that's, that's like fun. I forgot how good the animation of that is. But um, another show that I actually watched because um, since I ran out of Attack on Titan and I was looking for some military like politics action, like shit like that, mm-hmm. I ended up okay. uh, going through my Netflix shit. And then it says like, oh, since you watched Attack on Titan, you might like this. So I ended up watching something called Olympus has fallen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so... so... Netflix was like, yo, you attacked, uh, you, you, watched you attacked Titan. on Titan. <laughs> you attacked on Titan. So mm-hmm. you might like this. And I ended up watching uh, something called Saga of Tanya the Evil. And oh, I'm not I've sure heard if you of guys that. know what this is. Do you guys know what this is? Uh, no. I've heard I of it. Know. I haven't watched it. But they say, like, I've seen, like, pictures of it. And it's just like, oh, this angry little Nazi-looking girl. No, yeah, big Nazi. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? So um, I was like, okay, I'm really out of military political drama action. So I'm going to give this a shot. So I gave it a shot. And the thing is, Tanya the Evil is like so weird because um, the animation is really, really good, right? And the concept is really, really stupid. But the thing is, the show kind of pulls it off in a really weird way because the political intrigue and like the 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 maneuvering, the politics and shit is actually super real. So I actually finished it in one sitting. Like <laughs> what? How many episodes no, yeah. are there? There's only twelve episodes, and I just kept going. I just kept going, oh. and I was like, "Oh, I'm out." Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Time um, for, so time for Olympus has fallen again. So the thing with Tanya the Evil is like it starts you off in an alternate reality World War One pre World War One situation. It's like it's very similar to our world. All of the names are changed, but this is obviously Nazi Germany right now. But 
it's it, it's like the first world war for them. So like there are similarities between our world and this world and uh, blah 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 blah. It, it's like oh oh a uh, big powder keg in the European countries is about to go down and everyone's kind of pointing their guns at each other and shit. And there's like big wars, big trench fights. Gonna gonna it's like World War Two and World War Two combined, something like that. But the main difference is in this universe, everyone has magic. So it's like World War One warfare, but with but instead of like um, so, a battalion of planes, so there's a battalion. Yeah, there's like a battalion of mages in the sky with uh, rifles that shoot magic bullets that cause explosions. That's it. It's the only difference, uh-huh. right? And you follow a character called Tanya, and for some reason, she is a little ten-year-old girl, but she's already a major in this army like she's already leading her own company and shit like that and like she's ruthless or whatever blah 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 blah. i'm like oh interesting interesting and then it introduces to you the concept of the show and apparently the actual concept of the show is that in 2018 our time japan a random salary man a random like salary man they introduce a random salary man and he's a massive scumbag he's really good at climbing the corporate ladder and his job at the company is to fire employees and everyone hates him for it and he just follows the rules and he's like really good at like being an asshole in the company he's, he's good at being a corporate chill following the rules climbing the ladder blah blah, blah. one day he ki- uh he 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 fires an employee and he's like no you're leaving blah 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 and later on the train station, that employee that, uh, that he fired actually shoves him into the train and he gets killed on, like, by the train. Oh, like in Gantz. Oh. Like in Gantz, exactly <laughs> like in Gantz. And then oh, no. right before he's killed, time freezes and he's confronted by God. And he's like, Morgan yo. Freeman. Yeah, it's like, yo, you live kind of a shitty life. It's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like talking about that. And then the guy's like, oh, fuck you. I don't believe in God. And then the God's like, wait, I, I'm, I'm talking. I'm, to I'm you in front right of you. <laughs> I'm, in front, I'm talking to you right now. And he's like, no, that doesn't prove anything. And then they actually, they <laughs> nice. actually hold a philosophical conversation of why he's like that and like why he doesn't believe in God and shit. Mm-hmm. And then. For that, like, like they kind of come up with like the 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 decision that yo, I'm like this because I'm a product of my society. Like, like um, society's too easy, blah 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 blah. Why would I believe in you? Blah, right? So right. when he says that, God is like, okay, so I'll reincarnate you into a place that's shitty. So um, oh, he reincarnates him into the body of like a little girl. In Nazi Germany, when a war is about to break out. Okay. What the hell? That's it. He does he remember? Oh, no. Yes, yes, he remembers everything. He has God, the the mental so... capability of a middle aged salary man, but he's a little girl. That's so weird. Because reasons. That very wrong. <laughs> so, so, so so here the concept is stupid. When I heard about that concept, I was like, "That's dumb." A salary man gets isekai into World War One. As an uh, okay. anime girl. <laughs> yeah, as an anime girl. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't girl. capitalize on the cutesy anime girl thing, and it's kind of grim and gruesome and shit like that. And I watched it, and the interesting thing about it is that all this salary man wants is to live a peaceful life. 
right? Really? Really? Huh. So he tries to keep um, using his corporate knowledge and like how to climb the ladder to get a military position far away from the front line. And he, he's really good at it and he keeps succeeding and shit like that. But whenever he's like about to succeed, God shows up and he's like, no, fuck you. And does something that will make him go to the front line. And That's it was nice. a fun watch. It was yes. a super fun watch. Yeah. That's mostly what I can say about Tanya the Evil. It's interesting. It's very interesting. And the Sounds animation weird. is top notch. Fucking magic, magic. Um, dog fights in the air with magic rifles is pretty dang cool. I didn't just expect it to be, oh, I'm an old salary man, but now I'm a magical girl. I'm a Nazi <laughs> lolly. <laughs> Dude, I know it sounds yes. bad, but like the animation is just so good and like um, how he actually maneuvers himself into the military is interesting. And everyone's like, yo, that little girl's scary. What the fuck? I don't know how <laughs> okay. to feel about it. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like, give it a shot. It might be for you. It might not be for you. What's the it, title it, of this again? Um, saga of Tanya the Evil. Oh, the Evil. Sorry. Yeah, Saga of Tanya the Evil. Like, uh, if you're into like military political drama at all, check it out. The concept is stupid. But the execution is really good. And to top it all off, the animation is great. So if you're into like air fights, like dog fights in the air, but instead of airplanes, it's air. like mages. Like mm-hmm. it's, oh. it's super cool. It's super duper cool. So it's not actually World War II. Oh. No, 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 no. Like, like it, it's in a parallel yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I think the last thing on my week is something I share with Miguel Samson. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask you something about that, Emil. Sure. Uh, how heavy are the dumbbells you you use? <laughs> or are you... you know what? I actually don't know how many kilograms the dumbbells I lift are. You have to know. I don't I know. know. I actually don't know. <laughs> Aren't they this written is... on it? Crazy. It should be. No, yeah, they're right there. Things in this whole podcast, what what you just said, <laughs> that's super crazy, dude. The dumbbells are right there. I could check, but I can't. Oh. All right, he he chooses Ask not him. to. Oh, I, I choose not to. Yeah, <laughs> faith based dumbbell lifting. Why did you ask that though? <laughs> So no, because um, that's the that's title, the title of, the of the anime. <laughs> oh, the show. Oh, okay. How? So so the show that both Samson and I got into is called "How Many Kilograms Are the Dumbbells You Lift," and it's on Netflix. And it's also um, weird because it's that's like the show has two titles, right? Like it's either "How Many Kilograms." Are the dumbbells you lift, or how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? So I'm not yeah, sure what, yeah. which one's correct. Uh, the one on Netflix, Netflix is how many kilograms are the dumbbells you lift? Yeah, but yeah. like oh, for like the global localization, is just how heavy are the yes. dumbbells you lift? No, it's right. it's it's Japanese. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably yeah. something we can't Kilogram. mention because you know anime. How many kilograms are the dumbbells you lift, Emil? Yoda. Why are you Why are you saying it like Limey Show? What the fuck? <laughs> this is kilograms. Yeah. So we watched this anime. It's heavier than feathers. And um, it's like, I really think Rafi might like this anime. You know? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I really think Rafi might like this anime because it's it is a it's for surely a slice of life anime with um, fan service, like a lot of fan service. That's just to hook the people, right? That's just to get them on board. There are waifus in this show and shit like that. There, mm-hmm. there are gratuitous oh. with the scenes. But the thing is, the thing with it is that it introduces you to the concept of a healthy lifestyle through exercise. Fuck yeah, dog. What and, the yeah. and the thing with it is, though, with every episode, it teaches you legitimate like exercises, yeah. the proper yeah. form to do it, how many <laughs> reps you should start out with, and the proper mm-hmm. diet to supplement these activities. Like it gives you a whole crash course on fitness, working out, and actually like like becoming healthier. And it's all under the guise of a slice of life anime of a high school girl who just wants to get thinner for summer. Yeah. Oh, weird. It's, it's dude. It's so weird. It's but it's, it's wow. I wow. Are you watching it right someone, now? Yes. Right. Oh, as someone there is a someone who has sorry go no as someone who who worked out before uh as someone who watched this uh-huh. it's, it's legit um the show's format is like like what emil said there's always a segment of this trainer guy named machio <laughs> who yes. teaches you how to do the exercise and then um Teaches you again some 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 alternative form of exercise at the end of the show, and um, I know like how they format it. It makes you want to like exercise work out with them. Like yeah, like, like like in a kids' television show. Like for example, like Barney or um, what's that? Uh, those types of Sesame Street educational TV shows where they're trying, like they're they're encouraging you. To kind of perform with with them. No, yeah, like, honestly, oh, let's let's. Yeah, yeah, honestly, this anime is a lot more motivating than it should be. Like, um, while Donna and I were watching it, we were just staring at each other, and we were just like, "I gotta be honest, this is motivating me to work out, man." And um, I think it's because of how educational it is and how they explain the science behind working out, and like. Yeah. Um, Rafi, I really think you're gonna be into this show because it yeah, it explains are, everything, right? There are episodes where I'm surprised on how deep they went into explaining stuff, like actual workout myths. Like, for example, it's a myth for people to stretch before working out. It's actually yeah, they bad. tackle that. Mm-hmm. So, so they tackle that. They also tackle like the correct form of uh, going into like push-ups or doing another alternative form of push-ups which is like what's that like um it's 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 like an explosive push-ups and how to uh-huh. um properly execute it so like it's it's similar to crossfit push-ups or something like that so because yeah. there's a character who who incorporates um body weight exercises only instead of like working out using dumbbells or weights so there's a lot of um, characters who, who, who represent like a type of um, exercise person that that uh, that uh, is um, working out in that type of discipline. Like for example, 
uh, someone's into sports like boxing, and there's there's this one dude who's only into heavyweight, like like weightlifting or free weightlifting. They even tackle into exercise machines, which is nice because like there's this myth that oh exercise machines bad and it's not really that good, but they kind of told they dispel story, that myth. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they dispel that myth that oh no, it's actually in, like a complementary thing to do when you're doing exercise it's it's so proper is what i'm saying it's yeah it's, uh, it's surprisingly authentic like yeah this even... feels like a yeah. government funded effort to get like children <laughs> and like teens and people our age to actually work out yeah right and um in the form of a very funny show like that yeah this it, show is it, legit funny mm-hmm. like the the trainer guy is like it, he just shows up as this lanky trainer dude uh, with with like an overall um, windbreaker getup, but whenever he talks about bodybuilding, he just hulks out. <laughs> it, like like his like his, his clothes got ripped because of how his actual body is so buff. And like, then whenever he finishes buffing out, he just goes and gets another pair of like windbreakers, and then his body shrinks. Like it's, it's yeah. So funny. Like the best part that. about Machio-san is that he has this super developed buff body, but he has a generic anime head, yep. and it just yeah. does not look good. And yep. it like yeah, the yeah, show yeah. just sticks with it. They're like, I, nope, that's right. how he looks. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> the and then, intro, and, and I'm like, what the then, fuck is this? What the fuck is that man? His, his wow. fucking character is such a it, it, it's such a joy. Like whenever he gets pumped up by exercise, he just flats out yells like pose names like side chest and then side triceps. He just does, he just does <laughs> that and yells it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Poses. And like it's what great. what Migs was talking about a while ago, he's like the Raffi of this show where he has his own segment, right? Like oh, he right. he makes his own segment wherein like. Uh, it's Machio's Muscle Corner or something. And, and like, after they talk about a muscle group or an exercise, he has this own Muscle Corner segment where he explains proper form, how to do it, how many reps, which muscles are targeted by this exercise, how often important part. you should do it. Yeah. He tells which muscles affect that certain exercise. So you know that, you know, what you're getting into. And yeah, he stresses like, proper form and doing it properly. And, like, I really like how he actually is super clear about what exercises are best. It's like, yo, if you're just doing dumbbell curls, that's actually great. Like, he says that. Like, like don't, don't like, underestimate the dumbbell curl. Or don't try to go for super heavy weights. He explains that you should be lifting what is right for you. And yep. another thing I like about the show is how they de-romanticize the, the deadlift. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because like so many people in the fitness world are like, it's all about the deadlift, right? And in this show, he's like, yo, deadlifts are cool, but if you don't do them properly, they're bad for you. So maybe not. Uh, There's one episode where they actually tell you the muscles you need to develop if you want to run fast. And that was an impressive like dope. segment. Mm-hmm. Wait. If you want to run, 
like if you want to run fast you got to work on your calves you got to work on this I muscle agree. that's in your between hamstrings. your abdominals yeah so, like oh. the, the muscle in between your abdominals which is hidden oh. and it can it can only be like stimulated when you do bicycle um crunches abdominals like yeah, bicycle, bicycle crunches. crunches it's really good like i didn't Sick. know that i didn't know that <laughs> dude those are like hip joint muscles which kind of is like affecting your run speed or it's just so good like Sorry, dude, functions now, now we're i've been watching all this time okay <laughs> we're at the machio's muscle section yeah. <laughs> hi i'm brother muscles <laughs> dude brother muscles they're doing it they're doing it dude. Rafi, I really think you're gonna love this show, and I think he's already watching it. God, I miss the gym. I miss yeah. the gym so dude, much. No, dude, watching dude, that's this the best part. Made me miss the gym and dude, working out. Uh, oh it God. actually made me miss the gym too, because they actually even tackle the sauna and like myths mm. about the oh, sauna God. at the gym and shit like that. Yeah. And like, what, what, what were people? Okay, what's the myth? Oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like myths like uh, if you go to the sauna you'll yeah. lose weight and and yeah. stuff no. like that. No, no. Yeah. Specifically, you lose fat, which is the myth. But it, the, yeah, but it's reality, actually you lose weight. just water weight. Water yeah. weight. Mm-hmm. What do you call it, Rafi? And the lose fat is is not through sweating, but through breathing. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it, Rafi? Yeah. You just said you miss the gym, and yeah. watching this show is the best because. It is aware that not everyone can go to gym, and they actually offer alternatives for you to do while you're stuck at home. And like a part of my brain is like, man, like this is really just targeted at like the general Japanese audience right now who are stuck at home in little homes, and they actually offer you alternatives. Hey, if you don't have like um, um, weights at home, mm-hmm. fill a grocery bag with random bullshit. And do dumbbell curls with that. Yeah. Do dumbbell curls yeah. with a one liter bottle of water. Or actually wear a backpack and fill it with heavy books. And then do like like exercises there. Like mm-hmm. squat. It's it's super oh. interesting. It's great. And you're going to put it on your back? Yeah. yeah. Distribution. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. There's one <laughs> thing that you haven't, you haven't mentioned, Emil. And it's a hidden factor or a hidden like fact or trivia. Uh, surrounding this show, that it's Which like, is. it's kind of related to Kang and Ashura. <laughs> it's mm, kind what? of go. Yeah, related? there's there are there are um, connections like um, hmm? non-direct connections to the show Kang and Ashura, because there are characters Whoa. that are related to some characters in Kang and Ashura. What? So yep. There's that, what? and the reason is um, the. <laughs> The writer of the show uh, is the same one as Kang and Ashura. <laughs> this is the gym spin-off. <laughs> I guess exactly. so. Kang and Ashura. It's oh, like how, you have, how you have, you get to the level of Kang and Ashura. <laughs> yeah. Because oh. you have like Soyo in like like who's that character, uh, Emil? I think it's Akemi, the the yeah, smart yeah. Uh, woman who's yeah, really yeah, yeah. into muscles. Yep, that one. I think they mentioned that she's She's a sister to one of the um, families in Kang and Ashura, who is actually in the bid. To, yep, to yep, she is. She's one of like like one of the yeah. rich families in Kang and Ashura. She belongs to that family. And yeah, some, some time later, they also mention 
this pro wrestler in Ugh. in the world yeah. and <laughs> they were talking about how he trained to get there but when they show the image they just show the image straight up of the pro wrestler from Kangan Ashura yeah. with yeah, a yeah, sensor yeah, bar on his eyes it's the character from Kangan Ashura yeah I think there's even like a mention of the Korea family. Oh, there go uh, the clothes. The Korea family. So that's something that it's just riddled with Kang and Ashura Easter eggs that it could be indirectly like dude inside the universe of Kang and Ashura. Dude, while all the things are happening in Kang and Ashura, this is what's happening at a normal school. At the gyms, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the gyms. It's absolutely great. It's super great. And um I think Rafi would enjoy it. That's my personal Rex Graffy. I might, I might. It's weird though because it's anime. It's getting me. Yeah. It's getting me. You know, I'm I'm looking at it and it's. I feel like I could taste gym. Like <laughs> you know, you feel the gym in your mouth. You know how? Yeah. Like you spend you so taste much time. The iron. In it, you can, you can you taste can the taste rust. It. Yeah, you you can feel the muscles in your you hand. Smell your snot. Used to clanging and banging. And you can kind of feel the rubber bang, of the bang. floor. I can smell it, dude. Also, yeah. the bounce and the ounce. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Full paper. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's him. Yeah, that's, that's him. That's, that's the man. The Macho son. <laughs> the fuck. He's the best. He's the absolute best. Yeah. Um. Side so tries. that's yeah. that's my week. That's my week. Nice. I will nice. put awesome. that on the old Listeruski. Thank you very much for this gift. So, oh, yes. It's amazing. Yeah, You'll love it, Rafi. <laughs> so right. I guess that... What about you, Migs? This is my week? Now? Yeah, yeah. Since yeah. you're bouncing yeah, aside off the, from the muscles. Bouncing with the muscles, yeah. <laughs> Flexing with so the aside muscles. From, aside from how heavy are the dumbbells to lift, uh, I watched a few non-Netflix shows. Well, actually, just one Netflix... Non, eight, one non-Netflix movie. Uh, and it's uh, Tenet. I've watched Tenet. Ooh. And it, it is such a good Christopher Nolan movie. Um, unfortunately, it's not available in Netflix. Ah, so I have to right. get it into, like, I have to get it via. That movie came out this year, too, movies. right? Yep. Just it came out. It came out, like, last month, I think. Yeah. In theaters, One or two months in, ago. In select US like theaters. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think. They will be all available in digital starting, I think, in 16, December 16, yet? December 17. Oh, that's like not it too will far. will be available oh, officially on. Far away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I watched it, and it's it's something. That, like, it's it's a very interesting movie. It is, it's it's actually like a spy movie, sort of like a, a James Bond movie with all of Christopher Nolan's wacky concepts. And um, it's great. Like it stars uh, Denzel Washington's son. I forgot his name, but he's a Washington. Um, and uh, who's that? Uh, Ed. Who's that guy from Twilight? The new Batman. Addison. Robert oh. Pattinson. Cedric yeah. Diggory. Yeah, Robert. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Cedric. Um, the Cedric. man from the lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. The yeah. man who killed the seabird. Oh, you're right, right. Wants me lobsters. Um, <laughs> and 
yeah it's 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 actually good like i i really like it um the sound design of that movie is so cool it was composed by ludwig granson again same dude who did the mandalorian and creed and all those um it's 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 great like he they did something like they did an effect in the sound design where where the audio track somehow sounds like they're in reverse like if you kind of want to imagine it it's 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 distinctly like braid where there's like it's just it's cool like they they've got the sound design on and I'm not sure if I can spoil. I think forwards I think and they, backwards and shit like that. Right? Yeah, I, I think they've already explained in the trailer what what the what the Nolan concept is for this movie this time around. It's it's basically about time, uh, and I um, say so it, it it plays about it it plays around time. They have this like in this universe, there's devices that makes you go backwards instead of forwards so um they have they have like um a like a like a moniker about it but um i forgot hold on let me just check <laughs> but you can do it yeah this is all sciencey shit wait the, the forward back the, the, the forward the forward back forward back no no it's um it's entropy like inverted entropy is the concept that they've um they've they've presented or showed in this movie where there are objects that were put in in the timeline that was from the future therefore they move backwards instead of forwards so it's it's wow. really wow. it's really wild like I think this right. is the wildest that Nolan has been. Um, I think it it compares to um, Inception in terms of concepts, right? So it so um, it's it's fun. It's it, it's a fun concept, like inverted entropy, because they've they've had scenes in the movie where someone goes forward, then goes back, and then they kind of went in and go back to the machine and they went to go forward again and go back it, it's 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 mm. it's fun it's like a it's like solving a puzzle while watching it Interesting. as do all christopher nolan movies do um yeah. that said it's a bit convoluted it like it shouldn't be that convoluted but at the same time because of it being that convoluted it's fun and um it might it might um be dragging because Two hours, like two, two, two and a half hours at that. Um, it's fun. So, once Tenet comes out, yeah, I, I re- recommend you guys watch it because I, I am holding um, a disc. Like I need someone to talk about it because it's something that I wait. I really want to talk about. What do you mean once it comes out? Like officially, officially. On, can, on, yeah, uh, officially, yeah. He's on early the, access coming up yeah. on most things. <laughs> yeah, on the 16th. I've I've gotten the early access in the sea. <laughs> oh, okay, you know. okay. Right, right. Yar, got you, got you, got you, got you. Got you. Because my next question so, was, how are you watching it? But I guess that answers that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sea, man. You have to subscribe to a different god. <laughs> Is he, the he sea. Got his, he got his copy from the future, and now it's moving backwards yeah. in time. <laughs> oh, you got it. You got the concept. There you go. Someone from the future 
inverted the copy that I watched, and then I finally got to watch it. Thanks, thanks, future. <laughs> but that means you're watching it in reverse. You're watching the movie but, in reverse. But Rafi, that's the that's the catch. There are parts in the movie that are in reverse. What? No, no, but no, but no. It's part of my joke. But yeah, it's uh, Would it's good. You, like God. Do you think that? Since it's all about moving forwards, backwards shit, uh, and that the word tenet is also like a forward, backwards thing, it's the same both yeah. ways, and blah, 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 blah. They kind of because played with they, that. They, they have to, right? They have to put in a thing where if you watch the movie in reverse, it'll also make sense. They have to. <laughs> oh, they have shit. To. Wait a minute. Wait, exactly. I haven't tried that actually, but. But that's the thing. Like they kind of lead that off because of the music, because there are parts of the music that that, that sounds reversed. Mm. So that's pero inya. Like there are, if someone's you, going you, to you, you got to expect Nolan. Um, Nolan movies nowadays. That that's how he operates. You know, yeah. Like yeah. there are scenes already. Like the first five minutes of of a Nolan movie could be very significant at the end, or mm-hmm. vice versa. So that's something yeah. that you know a lot of Nolan, a lot of Nolan fans kind of expect, because you know it's like yeah, like you're working, uh, trying to solve a puzzle, watching it. Right. So, right. And he's not. It's really good. Please, I, I please watch it. I mean, it does look good. I mean, and... I mean, please invert it and watch it. <laughs> so, it yeah. In three please. days. <laughs> no, invert Future. it. Invert it now. I don't want to. <laughs> But Why yeah, I really do want to hurt ourselves I, I, so we can watch a legal copy because it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet, <laughs> right? It's happened somewhere, <laughs> just not in this region. It's happened I guess. somewhere. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, man, it's so good. Like, like, like Migs is just like in the spirit of the movie. He's he's grabbed the copy from the future. Yeah, that's all it is. Pretty yeah. much. Thank He'll you. He'll pay for it eventually. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With with yeah. inverted money, but yeah. <laughs> your your money is still in I your still, wallet. I still I still have out. yet to get my thirteen month. So inverted the money's money, in yeah, the future. Sure. <laughs> money's in the future. Hopefully, hopefully I get it now. I want my PC back. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's uh that's my week, man. That's uh that's most of my weeks. Nice. Because another thing happened early on before. Like yesterday, and I think Rafi would kind of what? talk about it, and it involves oh the the best Apex theme song Legends. ever. <laughs> yeah, dude. What? what are you talking about? Oh, are you not gonna talk about Apex Legends? Okay, so I'll just Apex- talk oh. about a little about <laughs> Apex Legends. Sure, go because <laughs> we got back into it, Emil. Yeah, that's and crazy. Just me, Rafi. Kind of Miggy also joined us yesterday Yo. with an Apex Legends session. I should re-download it. It's on Steam yeah, now. Dude. It's yeah, on Steam. Bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, that that's the thing. I'm playing it with them via PlayStation, so you could yeah. just go and download. Shit. Okay. It's weird. One fine like, day, just Migs just goes. I want to shoot something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't I can't have because I. Yeah. Don't have Valorant. Yeah, so he goes. Dude, I was this close to actually buying R6 in the PS4. Oh, because no. Because it's on sale right yeah. now. Don't. R6 have no it doesn't. No, it, oh, no, no, it doesn't. That's the thing. Don't. I like. <laughs> don't. 
<laughs> it's Apex, already December. Yeah, just wait it out. <laughs> I know. But yeah, dude. So, yeah, like yeah. Apex Legends, we got back into it. Uh, yep. Because I was actually wanting to come back ever since they announced that there's going to be crossplay for it. So I'm just waiting for that moment. And then nakataon lang talaga na, oh, no PC, boo. So I guess I could just play it on the PS4 with you guys. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, I saw there's the, like a boon in our in our friend circles when yeah. it comes to Apex Legends. Like, I saw Ram suddenly playing it. One yep. of our good friends, Ram. Shout out mm-hmm. to Ram. Uh, yeah, do an SO on that one. But um, yeah, uh, we, we, we tried it. Me and Rafi tried it with Ram, and it was a fun ride. Uh, we did jokes, we did jokes, and and this stream, no wins. It was unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, the wins are the jokes. We didn't get a win, but we get the jokes out, and um, <laughs> what is important. stupid. <laughs> yeah, like I think um, what happened was like one of the first jokes that first bits we did is that we if, like we did Captain Price impressions and. Somehow I got Rafi to laugh again a lot because of one word which is cheeky. Like, don't get cheeky. <laughs> it, it, it was. Yeah, this, it, it this got man, good. This man who is talking right now, that I mean, that Migs. Migs just has a direct, like, the, a direct hotline to my funny bone sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it's happening. Some stupid shit. We'll be, we'll be fucking, <laughs> we'll be fucking playing Apex. And just he just out of the blue just goes, check your corners like Captain Price. Yeah, <laughs> it, it turns into it turns check into those like corners. Don't be cheeky. Yeah, check it so keep keep your <laughs> keep your boots grounded and your feet wet. And then don't get cheeky. Don't get cheeky is my favorite one. <laughs> oh, in a military operation in the. The call out is what get cheeky. <laughs> that's a reference to to Gaz in Modern Warfare One. Yeah, yeah. it's a cheeky yeah. bastard. <laughs> and then for some reason, for some reason, we no, went I... from Captain Price quotes into calling someone Scope McTavish, and then <laughs> no, from no, there we because... became Barbosa. Like I don't know how. Because... <laughs> I think I think the. The, the the Captain Price impression started when when I saw a scope and then I said scope and then you just laughed out loud. Why, why are you laughing, Ravi? I just said scope and then I suddenly I don't know. scope. But I'm, what kind of name is scope? <laughs> yeah, that's then, where it started. That that yeah. divulged into a modern warfare like bit, mm-hmm. and then somehow we we did pirate. Pirate I don't know sense? how we arrived at pirate. Bad luck to kill the seabird, and then it became like, Barbosa. We did, <laughs> yeah. Whatever like, we did, Charlie's joke about you know what's what's the pirate's favorite letter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raffy just ruined it by saying the C again. It should be R, but the no, C. it's the C. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. one point it got so fucking crazy we got so deep into the pirate memes that are like uh i just heard i just heard uh migs and ram kind of kind of shriek like they were what? like ah. really they, they shrieked they shrieked they said ah and then i said what's wrong and they just go 
the sea. And then I un- I completely understood what they meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was closing it's in the on storm us. circle. And we just yeah. started running. <laughs> I, yeah, that, I hate that we That's understood. like the sea origins. Incredible. Yeah, the sea is coming for us. <laughs> What's wrong? Run. The sea is a brute. And then, what's say that? The sea is a brutal no, mistress. Forgiving and brutal mistress. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And, uh, I don't have any shit. And that happened like during Ram stream. But, um, yesterday when me, Rafi, and Miggy were playing, um, Rafi did something. Um, amazing again, which is make us laugh hard stuff. And it's, I'm not sure if, if, if Rafi got disconnected, but what happened was, uh, we lost, we, we lost a match, and then he started humming Apex Legends, and then I immediately laughed out loud because I, I already got what he's going after. Uh, but Miggy doesn't know because he's new to the game. Mm hmm. But what what it is is that Rafi is um he's he's humming the Apex Legends jump uh music. The drop theme, yeah. Oh, the yeah. drop theme while while singing Apex Legends and then when Miggy heard the actual drop theme, he just lost it because he finally <laughs> got it. And then we just yeah. said, Welcome to Apex Legends. <laughs> that's that's the I that, man. The initiation theme. That's where it hits. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the initiation theme. Like, welcome to the family. So, yeah. Um, going, that's going. my week. Yeah, but basically that's my week. Like, uh, we're back in Apex Legends. I actually want to play more Apex Legends because Shit, I even though I'm on, on the controller, it's not bad. I mean, I'm, I'm still dropping kills and dropping shots like I was um, playing in the mouse. Um, but, yeah. I haven't played with Carlos yet. That's the thing. Oh, like me and Carlos planned this actually. Tactical so man, I, because it's yeah. Because remember when we were playing? Yeah, the um, other night. What's that game? When we all Spellbreak? re-downloaded it for some reason. Yeah, when we were playing Spellbreak, I was I was so bored that one session. It's like, oh god, can this game have guns? And then we were laughing about it. And then wait a minute, let's just download Apex Legends Lost and just be done with it. And then. Sure, sure, and then that's where the the intention of playing Apex Legends began. So yeah, um, that's, that's basically my week, dude. Nice. Sick. Oh, while oh. we wait for Rafi to come back, what about you, King? Shut up! I'm the host. <laughs> oh, Don't stop pulling oh, it away from me. Damn it! <laughs> I was about to get on that. Um, yeah, I need to put in some more time at the Apex. That's that's a good feeling shooter. Man, it's, right? it's so it's, good, it's, and I can surprisingly I can aim in that game for some reason. Like it's not the best; yeah. it's better than I expected, though. That's cool. Like the first two games, like the first few games, like like you will feel disjointed because oh, lots of skills, lots of things happening, and oh, in the distance there's someone aiming at us. But oh, know, dude, like, it, the more we die, it, it's still <laughs> like looking for moving dots in the map, but compared to yeah. the the scale of a regular right. battle royale the maps are significantly yeah. more condensed so the point to point action is um a lot like it happens a lot more frequently yeah mm-hmm. and um it's not like uh, like in spellbreak which is like a more you know uh standardized form of battle royale 
big maps Speak. and do nothing for 30 nice. minutes, die in two minutes, right? <laughs> right? This like, Apex Legends just like every like every minute kind of yeah, it's action. it's fucking tense even when it's really quiet and it's not even that long per 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 round, you know. So it's easy to just go back and forth. So yeah, I'm gonna check that out some more. Um, and yeah, also, it runs smooth on my PC, which is nice. It runs smoother than Genshin nice. Impact sometimes. Really? Smoother than <laughs> really? Genshin? Oh, Genshin damn. is surprisingly heavy, dude. Optimized. <laughs> I blame the grass, but yeah. Um, mm. so I'm going to need to check out the, the, the Apex some more. Mm. But for the media consumption, um, in terms of the, the shows, I've been catching up on DuckTales Season 3. Especially since it's the final season for that show, because it's not getting renewed, which is sad. Shit. And uh-huh. um, I caught up to the the fabled episode that Mix was mentioning, which is the Darkwing Duck one, and it, it's real good. Yeah. It is also it's like really 45 good. minutes long. It's two episodes it's in one, special. essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's real good. Like, the explanation of how the villains show up, straight up, <laughs> it, it's perfect. It's dumb. Like... And it's not just that. The rest of the show is still, like, as charming as it ever was, if not more. Mm. Um, yeah. Fucking side characters are getting their own episodes, which is great. Like, Penumbra from the moon trying to learn Earth fun. Aww. And thinking <laughs> a brain yeah, freeze is an attack on her. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That's and, you know, how she has super strength, starts breaking everything in the process, too. Uh, Penumbra's great. Um, Goofy was there in the season. I haven't reached that right. yet, but he was in the in the poster, right? So yeah, he yeah. should show up there. Um, one of my yeah, favorite so episodes is the Fountain of Youth with Goldie. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was good. And that was really that, that fucking lion character was in like an older Disney show, wasn't he? Was he? I think I uh, can't remember. He, at least his design looks familiar to me. Uh, he might be like a tailspin yeah. villain or something like that. Uh-huh. But say, yeah, yeah, that, like that fucking was, that season is that great. That really stood out. Yeah. yeah, the interactions between the characters, and especially since it's building off the older seasons, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that show is top notch. It's it's sad to see it go. Um, yeah, but enjoy they, it while while you can. They kind of not announce or announced it that season three would be the final season of Ducktales. It's and just not getting renewed. Right, cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Basi- it's yeah. basically dead. Disney XD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Disney XD, the place for, where for shows it. go to die. <laughs> yeah. I, I need uh, to catch up. I'm um I'm a little past the Darkwing Duck episode. Hmm. So like I'm at episode fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Halfway. Okay. I'm, I'm, I need to finish that show. That show is great. And like it nice. it's so good that you just can't have it on the side. You have to pay attention to it, which is why I'm not oh, burning yeah. through it as fast. Um, another show that is also taking up my time is still Narcos. I'm in the third season. Ooh, and, how is oh, it? Oh boy! Like I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but it is very different compared to the the first it's two seasons. Different. Like it, it feels like a completely different show. Oh yeah, parang the the direction is like, yeah, it, it's almost night and day between the the previous show and. It's um, very- it's still like you know based on real like historical people that you know mm-hmm. throughout the the drug war and all that, but they don't splice in as much real footage at least not early on compared to the previous show. So parang it feels very like more TV drama 
Yeah, and then you get like yeah, yeah, it, it super does. And then you get bits of Pedro Pascal like narrating and splicing footage of like the real per, uh, real world equivalents of some of these people and the yeah, footage. Yeah. But like young character interactions in season three is like this is a fucking drama show. Like I don't even know if these are people anymore. Yeah, it feels like simply a procedural drama, but yeah. like uh in a procedural drama in a sense. It it's like things yeah, are a bit too true. convenient for for tension's sake sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm like but I'm, oh there's still five episodes. Of course they're not gonna catch him here. <laughs> it's a bit I annoying mean, that way. The show still has moments like there are still moments in the show that I kind of like, but overall, um, I know you haven't finished it. But I'm almost I done. I'm like on episode the, eight. <laughs> I think this is the weakest of the narco seasons. Yeah, it could uh, be because more... like they caught the villain, like the primary villain of this se- of this particular version of the show, right? So, yeah, doesn't that feel right. weird that they've caught the villain and yeah, it's still it, going? it kept going? I'm like, wait, there's more. <laughs> there can't be like, more, it, right? And like, sure, like, there's loose decide, ends, when, but you know, <laughs> he's not yeah. the star. Like when of this. they decided that, uh this this show is gonna be like a a drug lord of the season thing, like a drug lord of the season kind of thing. When when yeah, when became the main that, villain like conked out, yeah. So it's something. So I'm not sure. Like I'm now kind of looking forward to you checking out Narcos Mexico because oh yeah, I'm I'm hella gonna check that out after 7-Eleven Pedro Pasca. 7-Eleven. <laughs> Wait a I'm minute. Diego Luna. <laughs> hey, you, you told me that. <laughs> yeah, it stars Diego Luna. Diego and, Luna, budget um, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah, it's budget Pedro Pascal. <laughs> and 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 Luis it stars Luis. Extinction oh, Luis. Uh, Michael Pena. Yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena. Nice. So he's we got the, Luis Guzman and Luis from the MCU mm-hmm. in, in the Narcos. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking, I swear, seeing Luis Guzman when he portrays an English-speaking character is like the goofiest thing. But when he starts speaking <laughs> Spanish, it's so scary. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dead serious, dude. <laughs> I don't like it. He's going to fucking kill me right now. He's going to shoot me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he starts speaking English oh, and like, ah, oh, look at this funny man. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, known Greendale alum, Luis. Yeah, <laughs> without his permission. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. As far as games go, I guess I'm I'm just trying to finish out the the Common Rider game that came out on PS4. Nice. I'm oh, not, I'm not sure okay. if I talked about it on the show, but I don't think you have. But I have seen like footage of you playing it while streaming. Dude, it's yeah. it's fucking Dark Souls. <laughs> Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Um. That's it's it's one. Dark Souls in a sense. Nah. If you slouch, you can die, because oh, the enemies okay. surprisingly wow. deal like oh. a, a bunch of damage to you. And there's no, there is no um consumable healing items actually. Oh. Okay. You only heal oh. via quote unquote bonfires, which is like essentially checkpoints every now and then. And um, there's a stamina system. <laughs> Stamina system that um, <laughs> drains during specific actions, not every action, but um, specifically for so dodging uh, heavy attacks and special moves, which you will okay. be doing a lot. Also, um, form changing will consume stamina. And if you incorporate an action with the form change, it will consume more stamina, which okay. they call rider power. It's fucking stamina, Jesus Christ. 
but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, naman when it comes to these fucking Bandai tie-in games, they don't have to put in effort because it'll sell because of yeah. the property, right? They're, and they're it, it's audience. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying how they actively are aware of that. Na parang let's not change a fucking thing. Let's just add more characters. Like fucking. They kept oh, using no. the PS2 fucking Kamen Rider fighting game engine for three console generations. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a fucking the Climax Heroes games on PS2 went to PSP, PS3, early bits of PS4, the fighting game. Then they turned it into a, a Muso game with the same fucking engine. Shit. And it looked terrible. It Imagine a Muso <laughs> game, but your attacks don't have any form of tracking. Oh, no. That's it's so horrible. <laughs> That's hard. It's terrible. Like doing Kabuto's <laughs> yeah, super long fucking turnaround rider kick and then watching it just fucking completely whiff because the enemy is just a smidge to the left. Yes, yeah, since I don't have like super frame of reference, I'm just imagining like how a Dark Souls character controls but Muso and it's horrible. Yeah, yeah and Yunya, like imagine no tracking at all on your attacks. Oh, yeah, so you're hitting rough. a person and you're moving forward, but since you're hitting them, they're kind of like inching to the side and you just walk past them. Oh, okay. That's that's how Jeez. some of the previous ones looked. And I'm like, I love the franchise. These games look horrible. Like the fighting game, I can give it a pass because it's a dumb fighting game that's imbalanced, right? That's not mm-hmm. the point. But like make it into a single player action game that looks not fun. So but I'm like, okay. Um, this particular one, Memory of Heroes, is... Um, yeah. It looks a bit more ambitious than the previous ones because it's, it's, there's a heavy, unique story placed into this that oh. also um, ties. It, it's like the the current rider is not the star. He's more of like mm. a cameo. See, okay. Kamen Rider Zero One, like it's his city. Okay. He shows up in the intro, then gets incapacitated, and then they call in um, Kamen Rider Double. Kamen Rider W because he's a detective so of oh. course like they call him that makes sense in a story mm-hmm. aspect and fucking um, so it's technically his story then he meets other writers along the way um, the other featured one is Oz the metal boy and it's actually kind of nice how they incorporate story bits from their respective shows and it, it pretty much feels like a crossover movie, which, um, like, new villain, bullshit reason why old villains are coming back to life, and reason why these characters are meeting up, right? But it's presented yeah. in a way, in a parang like, yeah, this would make sense. Oh, these characters are interacting as they should between each other. And, oh, they're referencing another character, which does make sense, and it's within, you know, the realm of realism in that universe. So, parang, like, yeah, that's that's neat. Like, that's a reference to this. This is a reference to that. And, parang, like, say, in O's, one of the protagonists ends up, you know, sacrificing themselves to save the day. But um, if you've continued following their story in other movies, you'll know that he eventually comes back to life in the future, undisclosed when. But it'll eventually okay. happen, and uh, like that causes the character to get his powers back. And parang like, oh, they show him powerless, but because of the current events happening, he gets the form, like the the items that causes him to transform again. Now, be it temporary or not, like it gives him a reason to be in this in a way that's just not like out of their ass, right? Okay, yeah, so that's I, good. I appreciate it in that aspect. Now, parang like, oh, this is. This one has some some love and care put into it, at least in the story aspect. And um, like, so basically, the people doing this know yeah, they at know. least 
the series. Yeah, right. right. They, they know it. it's it's all it's not as pulley as you know most everything is after the fact, which is actually really nice. Um, and it's it's very cheesy. The fucking mm-hmm. um, these these are super powered beings, right? But they struggle yeah. like pulling someone that is almost falling off a cliff. <laughs> oh, okay. But okay. I'm like, okay. oh, why are you just just let go? It's you save yourself and like, no, dude, we're common riders. We have to help each other. And like, oh no, you have <laughs> in your stats, you have a hundred times the strength of a human being. How hard is it yeah. to pull up this ninety pound skinny Japanese man? but like you know um, suspension of disbelief and fucking that happens in the show anyway (laughs) but yeah um, silly reasons like that and fucking have you ever considered in old video games how the topography of levels never make any sense oh yeah totally yeah it happens so much but you know like that that moment when you realize it and it blows your mind like yo Mm -hmm. this, this world doesn't make any sense like oh we're in a city a few feet down the line, we're in a desert. A few feet past yep. that, we're in a forest. Oh, it's yeah, snowing yeah. now. Like, and it's still within yeah. the same city. Like, what the fuck? This doesn't make oh, any God. sense. How do these bodies of mass exist in the same world? <laughs> yeah, Ninja like, Turtles, right? <laughs> fuck it. Horizon Zero Dawn does that. You walk across the border <laughs> yeah. and it's it's... Uh, it's a fucking winter mountain to spring to desert and like just don't think about it oh okay <laughs> video games am i right hard future uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I-, I think i think the only one that does that on purpose and to good effect is inside oh, yeah. the, the inside one i think is a that bit one... at least the illusion is much more believable in that right oh yeah but like um the controlled environment is actually going down so it doesn't make sense that you end up outside at the very end of the story. So it's is like it, an ad mystery. Is it really outside, though? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. If you're inside. You, you saw that diorama, though, in the building, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's time, fine. You just shrink. Right? No, like, think of, uh, no, um, near Automata then, right? Fucking, mm-hmm. There's a forest in the shopping mall, a few blocks down the lines of fucking desert. But at least yeah. that's like fucking 11,000 years in the future and the world is not moving anymore. Like yeah. the earth has stopped rotating in that universe. So that like you can throw away, explain, uh, oh, the world is fucked. Don't Climate think about changes it. changes or yeah. something. Yeah. But this one is like characters are like, oh, this is the desert zone. And I'm like, there was a forest right behind you. Like, <laughs> literally right behind you. Just, just turn around. Maybe it's tied to like the monster of the week. Like affecting the the topography of that it's, all. I don't just know. don't think about it. it's it it's a be. it's a city that basically is it doesn't exist anywhere in the world <laughs> just you know it's vaguely in japan vaguely yeah. and like oh it, it's actually a little neat na parang they don't populate the city streets because of course mm-hmm. and then somebody brings uh-huh. up like the villain is using human lives to power up his evil machine and i'm like oh Oh shit! Oh, they went there, and okay, yeah. <laughs> right? People die in Kamen Rider. I forgot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, like, the, the people, like the characters, are asking, "Where's all the townspeople?" And like, we got to look for this guy to get answers. And then you find out, like, oh, they're basically dead. Okay, oh. now we have to kill the bad guy. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> fucking Kamen Rider nonsense. Um, God, I wanted to bring up another point I can't remember anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like um, there, there's a nice consistency too. Nah, 
the villains that are brought back to life aren't just like, hey, it's the same suit that we used in that previous show, right? What's happening mm-hmm. is the actual villains are being brought to life and they're aware that they're being brought back. And like that's not oh. out of the realm of impossibility in a man and common rider na parang it's mm-hmm. just it they don't acknowledge it enough in most of their media. Okay. Na parang the villains are like, "Oh, we're alive. It must be the power of that guy. That's why he thinks he can boss us around." So like, fucking we'll pretend to help him and then we're going to do our own shit. So like, hey, that's that's some recognition that I appreciate, <laughs> you know? And that's also within the realm of the characters. So it's nice how that's preserved. And then char- the the when when the heroes meet the villains, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing here? You're dead!" <laughs> and I'm like, "I know, right?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so they call it out and shit. Yeah, they that's super good. call it out. And parang, um, I think that's gonna play into. I know. I think they they tease that Kamen Rider Eternal is a secret boss in this. Okay. And like canonically, okay. he's dead. In in the previous show I watched, Kamen Rider Zio, he gets brought back, and he's also aware that he was killed. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm excited huh. to see that play into this one as well na parang like oh, I've been brought back again yeah so that I appreciate nah, you know the, these people have like the knowledge to to put this detail in and that's, that's yeah, pretty they have, um, like they're respecting the continuity yeah the very least, right? so that's like extra benefit for the hmm. fans who have been following all of these the, yeah, like these yeah. cute little interactions like hey that character that I didn't expect to be here granted like none of these characters sound like the original actors that portrayed them Except for the new guy because he's under contract still. So the rest are kind of sound alikes that don't really sound alike the original voice, but sure. Um, oh. It's also funny how when they show the, the human models, their eyes are blacked out because I guess they don't have the rights to the face. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre, weird, man. I guess that's a good compromise. <laughs> it's just funny in Fallen. The the character models aren't great too. They're they're pretty much PS2 bodies still. Oh with, no! Yung tipong this is way too skinny to be a man in a suit, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, Stuff yeah, like yeah that. for sure. It, it's fine. Don't think about Wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be um, better if they just went with the anime look route? Like they've done that before, right? No, that, that's they, always been the like thing, the man. Like it's the same. Yeah. It's essentially the same body. Uh, to be fair, it's it's a bit more high fidelity this time around. But how they make mm-hmm. it is very similar to how the previous games are like rendered still. Mm-hmm. You can you can see how the the limbs are cut in a way that they're meant to show that they don't clip into each other. But when like a guy stretches his arm up, you can see the cut and like oh, oh. yeah, there's a missing chunk yeah. in that PS2 in that shoulder. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Right? Like uh they didn't think about this angle of animation. <laughs> like this it's fine. Mm-hmm. Most people won't notice this. All right. Um it's also funny how the, the super villain here is voiced by Dio. Oh, is he? From JoJo. Oh, <laughs> so I'm just losing my mind. Like, oh, here's, here's Dio. Great. He's evil and he's on a chair. He's fucking, he's boom tubing <laughs> around like Darkseid. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, no. he's too big to be in a man in a suit, but that's fine. <laughs> they can get away with it in here because it's a video game. Um, mm-hmm. It's fucking like, as far as modern games go, it's still shallow as hell. But I am enjoying the combat more than I expected to. Okay. And uh. I think that's because of... Like, you can you can unga-bunga your way by mashing the same boring combo over and over again, right? And that's mm-hmm. how I've seen most people play it. But because you have the option to basically form change out of almost every action... Yeah. 
I feel like that's where like the complexity of the combat can go. And it's it's hella not required, but you know, um the comparison I make to Dark Souls is Dark Souls is very much crowd control of the game, right? Yeah. Like you can take on a one v one fight against an enemy, but the moment there are two of them, it's a whole nother ball game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, absolutely. the difficulty yeah, ramps yeah, yeah. immediately. Like, yeah. yeah. The worst. So if I don't hear like the, the the a lot of the enemies aren't very smart, but you know, if you don't crowd control properly, you're gonna get hit once or twice. It's not gonna feel great. Like a big attack might do a lot of damage, so you gotta watch out. And there are, there are tells, naman. So, but um, stamina management is kind of kind of key in in this game, and I appreciate that. Mm. So, like, there's a complexity that you can add. You don't have to, but it's there, and it's it's you know, like I am getting moments where I'm like. This is boring. This is a dumb PS2 game. But then when I'm in the fight, like, yeah, I can I can air juggle this man. Let's go. <laughs> let's style on this. Th- let's style on this dinosaur because why not? I'm fighting a dinosaur. Yeah, let's style on this one specific <laughs> fight. But you don't have to do it all the time, and that's good. Actually, there's an incentive to do that because there's fucking S ranks in this. Oh, okay. So Combat scenarios have rankings, crack. and um, upgrade points are. Not the man's scarce, but they don't give you a lot. And while the upgrades aren't very significant, they're not as easy to come by as you'd expect from like a quote unquote children's game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And there are like um, significant differences. Like you can learn a new move or um, grant a charge to a special move. Like Kanyarasi, Kamen Rider W can snap a tornado. But if you level it up, he can charge it to make it a bigger tornado. And if you charge it again, it will start moving forward. You know, and oh, pulling enemies towards it, and then you can fucking effects. jump and do aerial raves into a rider kick and all that nonsense. And then there's armor does breaking the game's too. Tutorial, like, does the game's tutorial kind of encourage you to do that, like style switching? Actually, I think it, it, it does the Metroid thing where you start off with all your forms. But then, then some you... stupid thing, yeah, causes you to lose all of them, oh, right? Okay, okay. So like, ah, here's the video game part. And then it's it's kind of funny when the new thing. guy shows up and he just has all of his powers. And I'm like, yeah, they need to sell this guy. That's why he's all <laughs> he's all maxed out again. Let's just go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to judge my way through that. I kind of want to stream every moment of it then and like just make it a let's play. And yeah, it, it's funny all... how you know Bandai's um, trend of premium sound edition, and it's just oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's just the fucking songs from the show. What is it's premium sound edition? So what like when you when you DLC form damage. change, it just plays the the theme song of that form oh, by what? default. Okay. And when you go back to your base oh, form, here comes the opening theme song of this show. And granted, like you can turn that off, and there's a full on game soundtrack. Yeah. Which very much sounds like a video game soundtrack. And it does have unique songs for it, which actually is like probably one of my favorite because the the new opening theme sounds like a song that would come out of Kamen Rider W. Like Young how much trumpet does... detective fucking intro. Okay, how much does that like premium sound package go for though? I'm interested. Dude, fucking if you're going off like how they how much they charge for the Gundam ones, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. like knock them off there. There's a lot of songs in this one. Oof. And it's it's oh, kind of okay. funny how you can set a playlist per form. 
What? Okay. Yeah, each individual form has like a default soundtrack, but you can customize like a, a 10 song playlist per each individual form. And you can make it okay. so that it plays in sequence or you can have it set to shuffle. And you can even put in songs from other shows if you don't like this particular form's theme. Oh, <laughs> it's just that's, like, that's cool. this is dumb. This is for someone. I kind of dig it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That sounds great. Yeah, and you can like you can just straight up turn it off. You can set it to default. You can set it to your playlist version and just go nuts with it. And yeah, it's pretty okay. funny in that way. So yeah, Kamen Rider Memory of Heroes. It's I wouldn't recommend it to a person who's not a fan, but if you are, it's probably one of the better ones out there right now. Sick, sick, sick. And, yeah, sick, the sick. story is cute. It, it does some stu. There's fucking Star Fox shmup segments in this that I. Oh what? It's, okay, it's not bad, but I'm just like, look at this video game. Is Forza <laughs> in it? Sadly, he's not. He's not one of the oh, featured ones. It's O's W, and with the cameo by Zero One. Oh, he's so my favorite. Though. <laughs> hey, they got some good ones though. W and O's are probably one of my favorites. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, coming out of Memory of Heroes. That's that's my week. And Rafi, are you back? Oh yeah, Rat. dude. Yeah, uh, it, back from the back void. Again. Dude, you you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> what happened? What happened to you? There was they just there there was just some pirates. <laughs> there was just some pirates Ooh. that you busted bust that in virus. the doorway. Yeah, <laughs> they were like they just kept yelling the pearl raft. Where is the pearl? <laughs> <laughs> the pearl raft. <laughs> I had to I I had to fight them off with my thighs because they wanted to <laughs> they wanted me to <laughs> Some some monkey had a sword and oh, he tried okay. to stab me, but I blocked it with my thigh. Nice. And I'm like, oh, I guess I can do that now. And that they tried like to get me to. Book. They tried to get me to walk the plank out of my window, but without a mask on. No, no, so like, no! I can't. The the COVID is there. Please, I don't know about the pearl. <laughs> and then the second, then, then the second day. They when they heard the words I don't know about the pearl they just vanished. They just left and they yeah. let you. And then, on your we mind. got the wrong house, <laughs> boys. <laughs> now they're now they were like, "Oh, is your PC broken? Oh, uh, Chuck here can do it. Okay, <laughs> and fix my PC." And then they left. It's great. They're, they're like the DEA agents in Narcos. Like we got the wrong house again. Fuck. <laughs> Get out of here, boys. All right, Rafi, since you're back, how's your week been hey. going, my man? Oh, shoot. I had notes, and now the pirates took them away. Oh, no. Tony, really? Let me just grab it back. Oh, no. Let me just grab it right back. Forgot. Hey. Hey, hey Johnny. Johnny McPirate <laughs> Pants. I, I'm wow. going to need that one. No, that one. That one. Right, right, right. Thanks. Okay, great. Into the Google Drive you go. Um. Yes. What? Uh, I have this whole past one, two weeks. Don't really have much. Don't really have much at all. It's more like just a bunch of... Uh, the games that I've been playing are only games that I play on stream or games to kind of like activate my mind before the, the workday. Okay. So the games that I've been playing were are games that I play on stream, which is just Valhalla, uh, Genshin Impact, uh, Jackbox or games that I play at the start of my day to activate my mind. And I've gotten into this groove of like playing either MTGA or chess.com at the start of my day to like oh, kind of chess.com. Yeah. We, we got thinking. Hard. Oh my god, dude. What 
what has happened? We Dude, I've been doing chess.com too. Like like yeah. just sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, yeah, play yeah. like two ten minute games before I go to sleep. Yeah, I'm like uh I'm always I I don't know. I'm just always on it now. Fuck oh, We got soccer into chess. Oh. I, I don't and I don't like what I what I become when I'm oh. when I'm chessing. Oh chessing. god. So Gogari chess. I've become super serious, snarky at times. But anyway, yeah, chess.com is a very good website. It's like, so good. I can't believe they got chess.com. <laughs> it's it's normal it's sounding. Web. That's probably the first thing they got, no? Oh, yeah. Probably or they probably thought you got it. Probably. So, so like. So at the it's very base level you can play on it play chess with it yeah it matches you up with person uh, with people around the gro- globe uh with your actual skill level which is nice uh um you do get ranking points and I think these are the actual points that rate the grandmaster people no yeah, yeah, yeah they are on the same scale mm-hmm. so right now I am about Five times dumber than Hikaru Nakamura. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> so um, no, but yeah, it's just great. It's great pick up and play competitive rank ladder uh, uh, fixation, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is this is the same feeling that you get when you're climbing arena or you're climbing Valorant or shit like that. But, but it's chess. But it's chess. It at a very very like a very very fast like accessible way because you can have just the chess app in your phone yeah oh, that's what which, I do. which which i love that's yeah I, I haven't actually tried it yet on my phone maybe i should download it you can yeah. match make just before you're you're sleeping it's and uh, i think it has cross uh play and cross save functionalities but yeah, what about the mouse players it's tied to your account they have the advantage what about the bad players? Oh, I wish chess.com has <laughs> Wi-Fi using. I would love that. Dude, how's the net code? <laughs> oh, is it rollback? Is it rollback? Yeah, is it rollback? It has to be. Not type. Does it even matter? It doesn't matter. The, the you make a move the and then it, it just goes back to two moves behind. Yeah. Because your opponent's oh, lagging. <laughs> the hitboxes are all the same. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. That rook, I gotta nerf that boy, <laughs> dude. No, for real, for real. Actual, actual thoughts. Rooks are way better. Bishops suck. <laughs> Bishop, bishops Wait, suck. Like, for example, right. if you get this after I beat them once, yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. We played, we played, we were playing chess, and uh, uh, yeah, like I, I lost all my rooks. Uh, and all that's left were bishops, and it was the hardest thing. Like it was, it's just <laughs> kind of like the hardest thing to get a checkmate with just bishops, because they yeah. control a very limited space. And yep. like I, I'd like to imagine like that my enemy or Emil is usually just going okay, but it's just the it's just the the black bishop now. But but Raffy. you can only just don't step on the black. Just everyone be on the white. <laughs> That's all he has. But Rafi, aren't uh-huh. aren't bishops just rooks but diagonal? <laughs> That's the best interpretation <laughs> I've ever heard. 
It's true. No, no. <laughs> no. They have a different uh, board, which is diagonal. But no, they lim- a, a rook isn't limited to color, though. That's why. Oh, that it's is different. That is it's true. different. That's it's true. different. And okay, I, 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 I'd surely take, I'd surely take a, a rook all day. Like, be left with ro- two rooks rather and lose two bishops, then lose two bishops. I oh, then, boy. then be le- then and lose, lose two, two rooks. rooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think I'm finding holes in my game too. Of like, I always can't see where that fucking horse wants to go. <laughs> like, I've, I got Dude. my queen nabbed so many times by the horse. Like, I'm like, it's just a blind spot for me. Like, I can't. Oh, right. L's. Right. All <laughs> right. It's going to be like, it's going to be a tier can't discussion. See L's. Huh? What's the best piece in chess? I can't. I can see L's oh. rooks for me. I think I'd rather for not knights for me. Blind, but L blind. Oh god! Actually, knights are knights, knights. are awesome too. Knights, knights are the strongest. I think knights are high tier. Like they're yeah. high tier. Busted man. Queen. Yeah. They're the and they they're they're kind of like uh the character the, the mix up character. Like you don't know oh, where yeah. they're going. Yeah. They yeah, always yeah. cross up. To... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Pawns are good too. I do. I, I saw. You know how in chess.com you can have like an analysis. Like the game, uh, the software that they put into the games are very complex. Like it can analyze yeah. your moves. It can analyze what openings you just used and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so, I know the thing for chess.com is it goes eighteen moves deep. The overall analysis. Oh wow! But that's for. So I don't even know how right. deep uh, the hmm. uh, paid one goes. No, I, I think the how the paid and the, the the premium goes is you can just analyze one match, but you get the full experience for free. If uh, okay, you, okay. If you go premium, it's unlimited analysis. Yeah, so there. Um, and then, so I tried. There's also, I ran into this just really, I don't know. It's, it's just a very deep uh, quote, but also very kind of funny to me okay Since i i the software analyzed the opening that i used right so mm-hmm. it turns out it's uh oh, i forgot what the opening was i forgot the title of the opening so i just click it when i click the opening it sends you to a page on chess.com about openings and describes it and the maker okay. of it and oh, then shit. the history of it and okay then, and then uh, the thing i got was like oh Something something believes that pawns are the souls of chess. <laughs> Wait a <Okay>. minute. <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah, there's also uh, I showed Emil this. I, I don't think this will translate at all to the on, on, on audio podcast. But I also got a game where uh, I got my ass handed to me like immediately. They did a uh, king's pawn opening but put okay. the king out and kind of decimated every all the left side of my board and then just out of nowhere like i i lost the whole game and then just out of nowhere i i pull off a, a checkmate out of nowhere no with, yeah with a knight and a bishop and like i win and then when you hit that when i hit the analyze uh it also shows you how the match went like whose favor was it the whole time yeah. and it was since since the queen attack i uh, it was his favor his favor his favor and then a big spike to me and then win game <laughs> At the very end. How, did, how did it happen what 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 move was crucial it's an 
it's an insane thing where he goes King's Pawn. Uh, he was white. He opens with e4. I oh think God, that's the correct notation. Oh, 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 oh God! King moves now. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> he, he okay. opens with, with that. He he puts out his whole. Uh, ah, he he brings out his queen to the rightmost yes. side. I think that's. Yeah, I I I responded by matching his pawn, deba. Right? So he puts out his queen. His queen. Uh, I I try challenging his queen with the uh, with the pawn. I think. Mm-hmm. But then he takes my pawn, and then he takes the rook, because the rook was open and no defense. And then he gets my knight, and then I just—it was just a crazy. It was just a, a crazy sequence. I, I, sequence that I totally wasn't prepared for, and I, I played into it and I got destroyed. But then at the very end, like in two moves, I pulled off a fucking, Rant. and it wasn't even just a random checkmate, and I didn't <laughs> even know I was doing it. I was just like, wow. Uh, I guess I'll just put this here. Wait, what? <laughs> I just wanted to go for a check just to get him scared. With some just to, parang pumalag. But then Damn. it was a mate. Oh, the bishop's there. Oh, sick. I win. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you tried, oh, but you didn't. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> just, I really just think I'm great. I really think that like, like it's been out for a while. Chess.com and shit like that. Everyone's mm-hmm. like. There's a big community behind it, but you can't like ignore the amount mm-hmm. of hype that chess has now because of the Queen's Gambit, right? Oh yeah. Yep. That's yep. a Netflix effect. I actually uh yeah. I actually wrote uh an article for GG Network for uh like analyzing how one of the great games one of the oldest games in the world is new again. Because <laughs> all this all this resurgence actually happened this year. Oh yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, when like, all Stranger it, Things it, happened, a lot of people right. started playing D&D again. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or, I mean, they've always... Ah, for real. I did not actually know that. Um, I may be wrong, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's most likely <laughs> no, that's No fact-checking here. No, no. I, I'd, I'd, say I'd say so. That's the Netflix so. effect. That's generally mm. the Netflix effect when a show comes out that mm-hmm. kind of has that kind of interest. Right. And then makes you makes you do that mm-hmm. like in general. For for chess, it was actually a perfect storm of oh, things yeah. happening. Like there was a, the pandemic, which put us all in our houses. And then um, also, ah, before that, uh, illustrious chess prodigy Hikaru Nakamura <laughs> took to Twitch in yeah. 2018 and started streaming his games. And then got got the the sport popular again in Twitch yeah. again in Twitch, yeah. and uh, he mounted like stuff like Pog Champs, which is a chess tournament, um, uh, an amateur chess tournament where people like Moist Critical, and uh, former Overwatch player XQC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a good <laughs> one! Oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. now and now scholars great. made out of nowhere. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then gave rise to a whole bunch of chess content creators. And then, when the pandemic happened, all this stuff was already happening on Twitch. So it just boosted all the people looking for chess and playing chess and streaming and watching chess on Twitch. So, like, uh, um, I actually did the the research and the stats uh, at the time. Uh, yeah, like right now, chess is sitting at a million followers on Twitch. 
Nice. Nice. That's good that's for them. Insane. Yeah. And then uh at then later on at the end of the year, <clears throat> um Queen's Gambit happened. And yeah. that just kind of kicked everything off from the late boom in the summer of from Feb to June. Uh it's the the growth has kind of uh, uh um plateaued or kind of like uh uh simmered stagnate. down. Okay. It's still quite high. But the the rate of growth isn't as astronomic as before. And then Queen's Gambit happened and full on explosion. Mm-hmm. It was like a like, snowball effect, like that's perfectly timed. Yeah, the Chess.com said that uh, new users have ballooned to at least four hundred percent. They had to take wow. down the site at least twice just to <laughs> just to accommodate all the things. And uh, there's also uh, a, a famous maker of chess boards that uh, um, that that have data that said their sales for chess boards went up a thousand forty seven percent. Holy shit! Jesus it's insane. Wow! Wow! It's great. I think so. Say on, on eBay, uh, chess uh, ballooned to at least forty percent more. Chess sets. Yeah, that's great. Just, just the power of chess in Queen's Gambit, the a show that I have chess. not yet finished. I don't get like before, yeah, like before Queen's Gambit, like making chess accessible and mainstream mm. thanks to Twitch. Mm. That's that's a really good move from them. I mean, for who would have known? The sport, right? Like, who would have known? It, having it on Twitch does have an effect to everyone. Yeah. So. Who who would have of all the curveballs that 2020 uh, threw on us? Who would have known Twitch would a uh, uh, chess would come back? Yeah, dude, I was expecting snakes and ladders, but <laughs> dude, my 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 money was on tic tac toe. I was hoping there would be monopoly championships. I'll be fucking going up. That's fucking wild. I'll tell you. I'll give you a hot spicy take that may be unpopular. <laughs> I don't like Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't like it. It's boring. I don't like Monopoly either. Fuck. I like it, I like Monopoly Deal, but not the. Oh board. yeah, the, the yeah, card yeah. game Deal is great. Deal is better. Deal is so I good. Never played it, yeah, dude. It's, really it, it's like dirt cheap. It's, it's not like two hundred pesos Yeah, it's kind of like Uno, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Kinda yeah. And and yeah. We, it's and Uno my, with math. Uh, sib- mm. Me and my siblings, or another circle of friends, actually modded the game to include politics and deals because I think Monopoly deal doesn't really make you do deals on the side. Like for Incredible. example, like, oh, <laughs> Monopoly uh, deal. Opportunity, I'll do this or something like that. I think they didn't do that officially. Yeah, game, you're, you're meant to like anyway, screw other people so. over, but you can, yeah, there's a window where you can do that. I actually like it yeah, that way so too. We did it that way and it became really more interesting. <laughs> We we used to play it. I think with uh, uh, with the mentality of magic cards, we'd be like counterspell <laughs> with the oh, with some other cards. I don't. I forgot what how to play it though. But it, I I remember we had a lot of fun with it. Um, right. Yeah, chess.com and Magic: The Gathering Arena. I'm my go-to's in the morning. I'm back climbing the thingy magic. I'm happy. I I uh, got into silver again. Almost working on the gold. It's fun. I nice. totally net, net decked. I was what like, are you nah, using? Not... It's the Golgari 
uh, as usual. Golgari Adventure. I do oh, already okay. have oh, the that's... I I already have the parts for it like uh Murder Rider. No, uh standard. Oh, standard? Yeah. Huh. Um, Eldrain is still there, dude. Eldrain is, is still there. I've heard uh, of like Timur and um Gruel Adventure, but Golgari Adventure I haven't I haven't seen. Golgari Adventure has like been there for a while. What I'm hearing mostly now is um mono green food is apparently taking Ooh, a lot. That's, that's uh, spicy. Monogram. It sounds gross. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. That, like, like, like for anyone that isn't caught up, that does not sound like a deck type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, but there's, there's a lot of power in, in like fucking a salad? <laughs> like mono <a> green food. <laughs> uh, I've, I've fought like a, a guy that was impossible like i just remembered it because i looked at my notes uh, i fought a skewed mutate guy dude those mutate decks are scary and but his idea was whenever a creature would mutate um put two cards i think it was a mutate mill deck does and... he mill you or does he mill ah, no, no, himself no. no sorry uh what happened was he milled his own deck yeah he he had a mutate uh creature that's that was like whenever this creature mutates draw a card and then he he worked himself into an infinite <laughs> and oh, i was shit. like oh it's mutating again oh he's drawing mutating drawing mutating drawing repeat 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 and i'm like ah oh, fuck he... that's it i lost this game i lost this game so i'm like i'll just wait it out i don't i don't wanna i don't want to uh concede just yet i'll just wait it out and then mm-hmm. wait a second this combo isn't stopping. He's Dude. just he's just drawing yeah. his deck, <laughs> and eventually, when the infinite comes, he'll have to draw nothing and he'll die. All right, I'm gonna just watch this happen. <laughs> and he did it. I'm happy. Oh, he milled himself what out. Fucking idiot. He milled himself out. <laughs> Is that a simic, uh, like a simic deck? Like if it, I is, think so, there, yeah. there should be like a Thassa's Oracle in hand to actually make you win that game. Mm. say without Oracle, you can't you can't win by milling yourself out or something because it has I a see. condition okay my, my sub condition mm, maybe he didn't cast it before and it just yeah. it, it wasn't on the field <laughs> he just probably yarded happening. it or something he 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 <laughs> just drew his deck one at a time and the Amazing. increasing the increase <laughs> and the the creature was getting big too like it was sitting on a 12 something and then an 18 and then is is getting big like the creature was was just mutating but it couldn't attack it, it had to draw first it probably was unintentional and unintentional yeah he probably fucked up a um like a sequence <laughs> i guess yeah i actually Thank fought God. a cuz i've also see. jumped into arena a bit like i i did yeah? i participated in the fnm where mm-hmm. you just have to win twice to get like the the rewards mm-hmm. so I, like i i fought a really interesting sultai um, mutate, which was kind of gross. It had this mm. two drop creature. Now it gets plus one plus one for each creature in his graveyard. So, mm-hmm. upon, oh, it's a lonely little tutu. That was next turn five five agad and like fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> was, I was like playing around it, like oh, I'll just fucking empty his graveyard or parang he'd force himself to reanimate everything, mm-hmm. making the other one weaker, and I can like block the rest and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
it just wouldn't stop though. Like he kept getting value every turn, and I I board wiped yeah. him three times. Oh Jesus! All of them oh, came no. back, and like there's no stopping this. I'm out of answers. <laughs> it's really interesting. Like um, his because it had a, a thing na mutated. Uh, for each time you, mu- you mutate it, it's X. Uh, so X mm-hmm. is reveal the top of your library and put it onto the battlefield. So he mutated that thing like three times. He reanimated it four times and then stacked them on top of each other. So like, oh God, exile top four cards and put them to the field. And like, there it is, a full board again. There is no way. Uh, There's some really interesting stuff. And um, especially if you play Historic, some people are going nuts with like the bruise in Historic because of the extra card pool. Because it has like an essentially a modern a unique modern set added to it. Yeah. With some, right. some powerful stuff like fucking Mindstone, Thoughtseize. Eee. Some some really gross I, stuff. Right? I don't want to go in there. <laughs> it's it fun though. Like and I'll like, get beat up. It's, it's, it's way more satisfying than when you beat it. Like, I beat a deck that had a turn one Thoughtseize on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I destroyed him. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> Nobody main boards negate except me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's got its use yeah dude the, the fucking 1v1 mentality is also very interesting like you expect either hard aggro or hard control so you have to decide which one to go to mm-hmm. then they don't expect the spice but yeah I got right. my ass kicked a lot it was fun though it's it's fun seeing all the new stuff fun. like friends you know, dude I lost to just... I lost to Grix's super friends fucking oh, tatlong you... nickel bolas and yeah, then yeah. Yeah. Um, the War of the Spark, Ashok, and Narset that just prevents you from tutoring and drawing cards. Yeah. And like, fuck. Gross. <laughs> and then Nikki B ultimates. Now, if you don't contain the legendary, you just lose. Nice. Yo. Yeah, he just activates it. Then yeah. I just blow up and like, what happened? <laughs> just dead. Yeah, it's fucking interesting though. And I, I was more alluding to like the friends list because there are friends in Magic. Now. Yeah, we need to do that. I have oh, nobody yeah, in my friends list. Last time we yeah. played was before that got implemented. Before the friends list, absolutely. We should get back on we it should and super add do each that. other. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are two. Um, I'm, we've been watching this show called Million Dollar Menu on Netflix also. It's okay. a it's a food show uh, that's basically a food show and uh, Shark Tank. Shark Tank. So Ooh. yes, the <laughs> uh, no um like you know how in Shark Tank your goal is to get your idea funded. So yeah. mm-hmm. in million there yeah, in yeah. million ah million pound menu sorry because it's British. Um, okay. In million pound wow, menu, the goal is to get your restaurant funded. Of like, you have a cool, interesting concept that you want uh, in uh, you you want off the ground. They'll give you a pop up restaurant where you can run it the way you want, serve the food that you want, and then uh, kind of impress the investors and stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, if at the end of the day, if they like what what happened, uh, if they like. Uh, your idea and how you execute it and how uh, three of your services went, they will give you the money and they'll they, they, they'll fund your restaurant and that's it. The thing is, though, 
in this age, in this modern age where we can just look stuff up on the internet, so far, all of the people who've been funded didn't really get the restaurant oh. off the ground. Oh no! Because <laughs> we got oh, into no. this, we got into like this it's habit true. of like, okay, these two, these are these are cool. Like as you do, like you meet someone or like you see someone on a reality show, and then you're like, oh, that's a cool idea. I wonder if that panned out. And then it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and it hasn't. It hasn't. And now now my wife is like. Maybe this show's a scam. <laughs> Maybe it's all just pomp and circumstance and they never really have any plans of doing this. Oh. That's actually the know. sad we're, the we're sad truth on most reality shows. Mm-hmm. Like like American Idol, but on most of the winners like they gain a certain popularity. You don't hear mm-hmm. from them anymore. Oh yeah. Or like I know, um, a lot of the a lot of the like American like I know um the 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 shows that like we remade your house ganyan ganyan. Mm-hmm. They don't show that like oh they have to pay additional mortgages after that or parang some extra fees gotcha. that don't get mentioned in the show. And right. um like I find that that people who get like the house remakes mm-hmm. end up like within the first few months moving out uh-huh. or having having to yeah. sell it oh, or geez. shit like that it's because the upkeep was yeah unmanageable yeah. right exactly mm-hmm. I, I think that's how it goes to it's just weird because um here it's not just a makeover thing it's more like a the investors really have plans to how to market these people like there's a there's one investor that's like really horny for the idea of like having the next McDonald's. Oh, God. Wow. (laughs) He wants the big chain, and he's always on the lookout for that. And when that guy was happy, like, he he kind of, like, found the thing to turn into a McDonald's. We researched the restaurant. Oh, another bust. Oh, no. Oh, no. And there's... uh, So we get get into that groove of, like, watching, research. Ah, fuck, wala. It's a bust. It's a bust, and then another one. Then some people win because, like, some people don't get funded. Some people get funded, and they say, "Oh, this is the start of a beautiful friendship, and this will be good." And they pop the champagne, and this is the idea for the restaurant. And then the plans just don't materialize. Oh, so there was also this one one dude who uh, who had like a cool idea for a restaurant of like soul food, Mm -hmm. um, and. That guy didn't get funded, but when we checked on the internet, well, he is the only one with a functioning restaurant out of everyone. Nice. <laughs> oh, the nice. loser was the one that actually made. Prove it. him wrong, oh, baby. Nice. Yeah, do yeah, yeah. it. Dreams do come true. Yeah, uh, it's it's something. It's it's a fun, it's a fun thing to watch. At the very least, you can see the food and like ogle at it. Um, you can see how okay. these snarky British investors watch. It's not. I, I will admit that it's not on the same level as Great American Barbecue, the food show <laughs> to end all food shows. Um, but yeah, it's show I fucking binge watched four times already. <laughs> You're up to four now. You watched it four times. I stopped it, so that's good. That's a good sign. You kicked the barbecue habit. <laughs> you could have kept going. Um. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's all my weeks for today. I would like to bring back a popular segment. You know it. I know it. Everyone else knows it. Uh, called. Like a mouth. I really love how uh, Discord cuts him out. Yeah, for that part. Yeah, no, <laughs> the notes were too high. Time. Every know, time. Least, get on my level, Discord. <laughs> get on my level, Discord. Um, this one comes from Million Pound Menu. And this one comes from that very same episode where the 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 big actual idea was that it's a sweet waffle like the concept of one of the dishes was it's a sweet waffle but and right okay. that exists and, yeah and aren't waffles and, sweet yeah they are yeah. Right? Yeah. by yeah. default put syrup on it and, it'll go sweet so yeah. so they serve the the sweet waffle and then uh they kind of get crowd shots like crowd reactions for how the dish is doing and blah 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 so just this one guy just goes, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a sweet waffle, <laughs> <laughs> and that has been ah, fix it like a mom. That's super great. That's super great. Like it's like they've never seen a sweet waffle. By default, it's sweet, right? There's no yeah. Like, that's the. That's like saying a sweet pancake. They're pancake like sandwiches in hot dogs, but like its base form is sweet. What do you call it? Dude, it's new to them, damn it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Dude, imagine British, if you right? ever had a sweet waffle British. and then you came up with this, right? You'd yeah. think it was revolutionary. <laughs> All they had was crumpets <laughs> that weren't sweet. Biscuits. All right. Biscuits. And Biscuits. Oh, I... What kind of name is a biscuit? A waffle freak. <laughs> <laughs> You're a waffle freak. Is that it? I think yeah. that's it. That is all the that trades for it. today and for this year. Oh, oh shit. All we right. got to finish it strong. Rex. Let's get wrecked. All right. Who wants to go first with the wrecks where we recommend things outside of the realm of what we've talked about or maybe within? Who would like oh, to go first? Mm. I'll go. Do it. I'll go. All right. I, um, since we were in a Christmas mood, and Christmas mood usually means that something to watch, something warm and fuzzy to watch to get into the Christmas spirit, we watched Over the Moon on Netflix, an animated show made by Netflix. And uh, I think a Chinese Ooh. studio. I'm not sure. It's a very good animated film. It shoots for the Disney's spot. Oh, it shoots for the oh. moon. It could they be. came could from be. the moon. It shoots for the Disney moon, and then it hits it and makes it somehow fresher and more new than Disney's. More new. Mm. More new. Launch. More new. Um, no, it's just, no, for real. I, this is on the level of, of Disney and Pixar stuff. You got to watch it. It's also a musical. And the music, unlike uh, the other people who go for the Disney throne, the music <laughs> is actually really great. It's, it's, it's on that level. If you're looking for a fun, heartwarming animated movie, go watch Over the Moon. It's about, uh, this ch- uh, it's about a kid who wants to go to the moon to prove that 
uh, the the princess or the goddess of the moon exists uh, nice. to her dad, so that she doesn't marry uh, the stepmom, <laughs> her stepmom. <laughs> this is this is her plan, but it's actually really cute. It's endearing. It's charming. It's all that. It's all all the good fun vibes. If you want to feel good and during this holiday, go watch Over the Moon. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna wreck it. Nice. Nice. I can go next. Go. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna recommend a new Netflix documentary series from the makers of um, the movies that made us, the toys that made us. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's also mm-hmm. in theme this season, and that's the Christmas movies that made us, or the holiday movies. That oh, made it's us. out. Sweet. So, really. It's out. Ooh. So right now it only has two episodes, and that is Elf and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Sweet. And it's it's good. If you like the format they did with the movies that made us and the toys that made us, uh, you will find some interesting bits uh, on the holidays movies, uh, the holiday movies that you like. Um, mm-hmm. Particularly in Elf, I didn't know that it was directed by Jean Favreau. Oh, really? <laughs> and, I didn't oh, know that it, either. It was... Oh, it was really it was. surprising that it was directed by John Favreau, and it's great. That it, 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 that movie has a lot of stuff in it. Like um, it, it nearly went, um, it nearly got made differently because of um, copywriting issues. It also had it. It nearly had a different uh, protagonist, um, and you know, like there's a lot of. Um, awesome shots there that John Favreau did and particular like particularly particularly during the the segments were uh Buddy which is played by Will uh Will Ferrell was playing with the elves and um all of the scenes in Elfland are all just um movie magic smart um smart camera shooting if you, you mm. could say that it's just smartly Listen. shot doesn't ah, okay. need any special effects uh, like there are shots where tricks. you think yeah oh, there it is camera trick god damn it okay yeah, but, yeah. like um, like how frodo is shot next to gandalf but it's a weird perspective like, like forced perspective yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. Cool, there cool, are cool. like there's like they explained one forced perspective shot where buddy was was riding like a go-kart so mm-hmm. so the elf behind him has to look like he's hanging out for dear life or something like that and then they showed how the the shot looks like inside of you and it's pretty cool like it's pretty it's pretty awesome so yeah um go and check that out and uh so i'm not sure if there's gonna be more episodes but so far, it's just the elf and the nightmare before Christmas. So it's a really uh, fast watch or quick, uh, or quick binge for you guys this holiday. Sick. So yeah, um, the Christmas movies that made us. I'm gonna wreck it. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Like I think I can go next. What do you call go it? Um, what do you call it? Mine is less of an actual recommendation, but because of the things that I have been doing these past few weeks, this is the thing that I have been doing. And I think I'm going to wreck fitness. <laughs> fitness? Oh. The concept yeah. of fitness. Yeah. I am going to recommend the concept of fitness. Because 
throughout this quarantine, I don't think I've realized how much I have not been moving. Like, dude, I got a fat. Dude, <laughs> the quarantine has really, really affected my health. And like, I'm like, after doing all of this fitness stuff, I've realized that I have muscles that I haven't touched in like eight months or something like oh, that. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. And um. Since I got Ring Fit Adventure, I know I talked about it like like the other week, um, but now that I've been keeping up with it and I've been like uh, doing it all the time, it's something I now look forward to at the end of my day because I work out at night and I do my Ring Fit Adventure shit at night and like it's it's super fun and it's still interesting. Like they're still introducing new exercises to me. They're still introducing new concepts to me. It's not just the same thing. So I'm still looking forward. Like, where is this going to go? What are we going to do next? It's it's actually a fitness adventure. It, it's it's super fun. And supplemented by the fact that I've started, like, I, I watched How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. <laughs> like, I'm on some weird fitness binge thing. Right. Yeah. And that Dude, like it's it's influenced me enough that I'm actually looking at like like food supplements to actually introduce oh. to my diet because oh, I know man. I have not been getting like proper nutrition. So Ooh. I'm actually looking up like like soy shakes and shit like that and things to supplement my diet. So yeah, since it is the Halloween the Halloween, the holiday season, and usually sure. on New Year's people do the do the New Year's resolutions and shit like that. I say get ahead of the New Year's resolution and just do it now. I yeah, recommend fitness, especially Jeez. because of the fucking quarantine. I think we all need a little bit of fitness in our lives. Nice. That's a weird record. You'd expect <laughs> yeah, this record to crack, right? Yeah, dude. But yeah. Now, yeah. It, so. <laughs> dude, Some has just wreck it every time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. Dude, I- Dude, I bought protein bars. Baby! Oh my god. <laughs> nice. You should have gone with the protein bars. shakes now. I also bought like two sachets of a protein shake just to test it out before I buy like a big jug of it. Okay. Baby. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Golden, uh, I'm, I'm in there. I mean, the one is Optimum Nutrition, O N. Optimum Nutrition. Oh, that sounds optimum yeah, as fuck. They have good uh, protein shakes, like the gold one, the gold protein way so does it taste good because the ones i've tried don't taste good it depends on the flavor oh really yeah 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 go with vanilla vanilla okay vanilla vanilla okay, is vanilla. Yeah, vanilla yeah, vanilla's is, great. Uh, universal chocolate universal. can be some mm, chocolate yeah. is a bit tricky hit or miss. It depends yeah. on hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i guess that chocolate i tried is a miss god yeah, yeah i remember yeah. i remember the the shake the, the protein shakes we'd had at my that my first like real hardcore gym fuck mm. they were so great they sold them at the kind of cafeteria kiosk, oh, yeah. uh, kiosk? It's, not a, it's not a kiosk it's not like a protein shake bar just like yeah, in the yeah. anime just like in just the anime. A, it's not like a protein <laughs> shake the? bar it was more of a it was an all thing bar they also had like healthy meals with brown rice and and um all that stuff it was great it's called uh, planet infinity uh, back in QC, that's where uh, that's where I first trained with the Boom Twins. Anyway, um, yeah, it was super delicious. They'd make this awesome protein shake and make it for you. They'd put the whey in. They'd put banana in it. They'd put like they yeah. just mix it to super super great perfection. And at the end of the day, I can always look forward to that. Oof. 
Yeah. You know, steak, my favorite, my favorite oh, DIY I can taste it. I protein can taste gym. recipe. <laughs> it's like vanilla protein shake with bananas and some chia seeds. Mm? Dude, chia seed? dude. Mm? And some, I, some, and some secret, chica cheese, some chica cheese, some secret ingredients, some some peanut butter, some peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peanut butter that's that's, that. that's yeah. the natural sugar. That's the natural sugar you got. You're dude, dude, I've been so hype about like this fitness shit that like I actually miss going to the gym now, especially because like I I miss the sauna specifically. <laughs> I miss that about gym, like having the sauna to look forward to afterwards, and, and having that like sauna endurance fight with the guy in there because there's always oh, usually a guy in there right well Raffy, they, 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 Raffy, Raffy, right. What? Raffy, they cover that in that they cover that there's always a sauna endurance challenge yeah like, like, whoa okay interesting because yeah. like they, there's always a guy in there who will be before or after you and it becomes yeah. like this competition of like I bet I could last longer than this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, then, then that guy starts throwing water onto the stones and you're like, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does this too, like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What happened in the dude, show? Dude, the guy. Really? What the dude, fuck? It, yeah. it happened in the show. And like, dude, the guy who made the show goes to the gym and he knows gym culture. That's free. Wow. Yeah. And it's he also Asher, telltale. Dude. It's also very telltale that the other guy is thinking that as well because when either you or him leaves first it's always a very dejected defeat of like fuck this shit <laughs> you never leave the sauna against that guy of like being happy yeah. that you went into the sauna you're like ah fuck see you, you beat me this week. time i'll see you oh, next man. week carl <laughs> oh yeah um i number one recommend fitness like don't just start your 2021 with fitness end your 2020 with fitness because hell I I feel so unhealthy because of this quarantine. Do it. Just do it. Can I speed run my 2020 fitness until 2020 ends? I mean, you can. might be dangerous. What? <laughs> but the number one thing to do is to keep it going. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But the show ain't over yet. Unless it's over yet. Unless yeah, it's yeah. over yeah, yet. What about boys? Recommend. What you got, Raf? Already did mine. Already did mine. Oh nice! Right, just see that. I did the uh, uh, over the moon. Over the moon. All right. So it's, it's, it's just me. Uh, yep. It's just you, man. All right. I'm gonna recommend a YouTube channel called Shut Up and Sit Down, in oh, like the damn. immortal words of Harada. <laughs> ah. It's a <laughs> really? um, it's a YouTube channel and site that reviews board games. Mm-hmm. But oh, the host okay. is very British, so it sounds like a BBC documentary every time. Uh-oh. <laughs> and like um, it, some of the jokes they write for the reviews is is really funny. Um, just just look it up. Um, they review like a lot of the expensive um, Kickstarter board games too. Like they reviewed okay. um, the Batman like board game with a ton of miniatures. And fucking mm. the stacks of all the expansions are so. Like, one of the expansions involves the Batcave, and it comes with a figure of the T Rex and the Batmobile, which Whoa, are huge and in scale with the people. <laughs> and, um, like, they give it a fair shot. Like, even if the presentation is good, if the game is bad, the game is bad. Or if, you know, if the price is too much for what you get, et cetera, et cetera. It's. it's 
it's nice. It's um, it's what's been consuming my play while I do other stuff. Window, the reviews are like fifteen minutes long ish to thirty, depending on the game. Some interesting stuff out there. And yeah, like Yunya, the the BBC voice documentary is probably <laughs> the soothing part about that. Like he even jokes about it now. I'm walking outside to pretend like we're doing a BBC documentary, but when really <laughs> I'm talking about board games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's nice. It's it's pretty funny. Like um, but uh, like uh, it's a site that he put up a long time ago, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. the video part happened maybe like in within the last four years, and the the quality of his shots get better and better. Like. A lot of cuts on different angles, much like a BBC documentary. And it's very in-depth and it covers a lot of stuff. There's a lot of board games out there. And boy, does it looks like a very expensive hobby to get into. If we thought magic was expensive, just fucking board gaming in general looks very expensive. It's like equi- equivalent to buying a booster box every time. Yeah, actually, like per set like per sets and all that there's some really interesting stuff like um i i saw i forget the name of the game but in you know instead of having like cardboard cutouts for your character sheets it's like a neoprene map with cutouts for the dice to like rest in and it's super fancy um and like Mm -hmm. to demonstrate that how waterproof it is he just fucking throws a glass of water on the entire set oh that's great and like it it goes into part of his review now like, while this is all nice and all, it's completely waterproof. The cards are plastic. He fucking bends it and flicks it off screen. Yeah. He goes into, like, so, no, like, it, it's it's durable. Like, that's part of the, what hikes the price. And that dude, goes into dude, his review and all that. All I'm imagining is that this guy is part of the same universe that the professor is in. And, like, he's the <laughs> British version. And instead of magic, it's yeah. board games. Dude, here's the thing. He yeah. sounds a lot smarter than Prof. <laughs> Oh, of course he's british, oh, no. he's, british. he's british that's that's, that's like people. plus points uh, but but yeah. like i don't know man like they they each have their own style but like the the presentation and how he like vocalizes the the review it comes off very professional and well-worded and he admits to following a script and he admits to when he goes off script to do for a joke <laughs> sometimes <laughs> But you okay. wouldn't tell otherwise. Like that's how well and how long they've been doing this. It's you know, like the best way I can describe it is like you're watching a BBC documentary about board games. It's real good. Um, yeah, shut up and sit down. Subscribe to them on YouTube. That's my wreck. I'm going to wreck it. All right, sick. And that's been episode 77 of the Good Trades podcast. The last episode for 2020. Good oh. <laughs> if people podcast. would like to if people would like to find and listen to this Fortnite podcast, where would they find it? They would find it on Spotify. Just type in good trades and you can find this podcast. If you're already listening to it, that's probably how you found it. But for some reason, if you're hearing this in your ear holes and you don't know how, maybe you can search for it. <laughs> any podcatcher i mean like maybe itunes maybe like 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 maybe your 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 random android podcast app just type good trades and you'll find us. noise uh, i thought you were gonna go if you're hearing this in your ear hole sometimes those might be ghosts <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's nice to hear that ghosts listen to our show no yeah dude <laughs> yeah.
but like imagine <laughs> maybe someone's listening to it and there's someone else in the room and they're like oh what's a good trade radio oh. bayan oh. hindi bobo <laughs> podcast to hindi <laughs> <laughs> ka nakikinig sa podcast tangin na hindi mo alam yung podcast <laughs> bobo ka ba <laughs> Oh no! I'll bring it back. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's not Bobo though. Who? Our love. Our lovely patrons oh. on Patreon. Oh, very smart people, right? If you would like <laughs> to support the show, like our lovely patronus, where would right. they do that? They would go to www.patreon.com/goodtradesbrigade, and for the price of a cup of coffee. They can support the show, keep it going, keep us going, keep the lights on, yeah, keep the show going. We've been doing more interesting things with the funds that the good old patrons have been sending out. And hopefully we can keep doing more interesting things and keep it going. Nice. Maybe be ambitious mm-hmm. with these funds. Oh. Be ambitious, oh. keep maybe it get, going. Maybe get a little more ambitious Wash your hands. next year. Don't be naughty. Don't be yeah. cheeky. Naughty. Don't, don't get cheeky. <laughs> Don't get cheeky. Check those corners. <laughs> Dude, many... I wish I wish you could lean in Apex Legends. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get spoiled like by that. You get fucking spoiled mm-hmm. by lean. Always. But anyway, that's what it for the show. We'll mm-hmm. see you next year. Listen listen to us next year. We're coming back stronger than ever. 2021. How we're going to run it back. How many? How mm-hmm. many slogans will we have next year? Oh, five. Uh, what, Dude. Yeah. Oh, we need to get at least one per year, right? <laughs> We got, we got two down so far. We need, we need to steal you. another one. Because yeah. <laughs> Lord oh, knows no. we've stolen everything else. <laughs> it's good enough. Why pay more? It's good enough. Why steal more? Keep it going. We haven't stolen. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it thing. going is Emil's shirt. At least. Yes, keep it going is from a t-shirt I used to wear. Oh, see, we stole oh, it, it from a shirt. From shirt. It wasn't even a person. <laughs> And and be ambitious yeah. is from um, a an American man who taught like agriculture in Japan. Ah, uh, just like in Sakuna. But yeah, wait till wait till we steal something next year. But outside yeah, of that, keep it going, folks. Keep it keep going. A good one. Keep Merry going. Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah, Happy New Year's. Happy Stay safe. Wash your hands. Check your corner soap. Check. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. the advice of stay safe wash your hands check your corners check those corners it's good life advice man you never know what's coming up I really like that is that the is that the one we're gonna steal next yep yep yep, yep. oh god check those I love it